Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast number 26 with Randalicious. Randalicious, what is up, man? Hello, very excited to be on. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm very excited. And initially, so I just want to bring this up first things first. You are actually the first ever person I ever followed on Twitch. Is that crazy? Yeah, I mean that's that that's I mean it's a blessing, you know, because you know, I've got around like nine thousand followers or so, and of that I mean very few of them are, you know, kings like yourself. Appreciate all the followers, but you know, like to be the very first one, you know, it's kinda like you know, being one of like the foundational uh like st- stones for like the great you know, streaming and uh, content creating progress that you've made, which is just awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, I was so very, very, very appreciative. It was very interesting because I came, <clears throat> I started RuneScape because of a roommate in Las Vegas, and he was like, "Dude, have you ever played old school RuneScape?" And I was like, "Dude, I haven't, I haven't played RuneScape since like 2007," and so he got me back into old school. Um, or just perfect, into old the perfect time. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why did you do this to me? No, but, um, and then he introduced me to Twitch cause I had like heard of Twitch, but I never really was on it. And so basically a week after I started old school, I went on Twitch and that was the first thing I was following was old school streams. And you were, you were the first stream that I saw and then I clicked it and I was like, this man is rank two overall and you were ranked two at the time <laughs> and it was like this man is just gaming and you had i i don't even think you had like i'll probably be incorrect on this number i think you had around 1.5 bill xp or something like that so it's definitely a while ago i don't know if you are able to like kind of know around then it was around september 2015 so whatever Ooh, xp you had me, at the time uh... i remember Lynx titan didn't even have two bill i'm pretty sure yeah let me I know that uh, it was like in twenty in twenty sixteen. There's like a thing of Lynx Titan and I in the. It's the Guinness World Records twenty seventeen Gamer Edition. Not a joke. It's an actual thing. <laughs> uh, like him and I are in the uh, in the Guinness World Record book in there. And, oh shit! Um, his uh, 
I think at that time he had like 2.3 bill and I had like 1.8 or something okay. like that. And that was and that was like our gap at that time. I'm uh, trying to pull up where I would have been like on like CML with, around like uh yeah, I mean it looks like in like August of 2015 I had like 1.6. Okay, yeah. So what it was around. Yeah, but my first impression was just okay, this this is like my first introduction to like streaming and so I and this is back in a time where like main skillers had a huge like audience on Twitch, I feel like. Cuz Iron Man wasn't crazy big at the time, I don't feel like. Again, this is like Yeah, cuz I mean the, the the yeah, the game mode like Iron Man hadn't been out for even a year yet. And like all the like updates and everything that like Iron Man kind of know and love today, like there was very little like Iron Man content at that time because they were still kind of operating under the because like when they introduced Iron Man, they kind of said like, you know, there will be no Iron Man specific updates and like and like it like Iron Man won't take away from the development of like four main accounts for the main game. Obviously, they changed that real quickly, which, yeah. you know, fantastic decision. But, yeah, so, like, for the first year, not a lot of people were really into the view. And, I mean, it was also a very early game Iron Man yep. for people as well. And there really wasn't a lot of players playing the game uh, back then compared to now. Yeah, for sure. And I didn't, or, even, I didn't even play an Iron Man back then. Like, I, I started out as a main for over a year. And your stream... Um, Autumn Elegy, like, quickly, like, soon after I saw your stream, I saw Autumn Elegy's stream, and then a bunch of other skillers, and that really just, I don't know, it was just cool to see these people just taking the game so seriously, because I've always found that really intriguing for, for some reason, and, uh, yeah, so you were definitely a huge inspiration getting me into, I can't even say I was, like, skilling because of like watching other skillers because i wasn't really skilling i was just playing the game at the time but it definitely expanded my view of like what's possible in this game and stuff and if you take it seriously what you can like achieve so yeah just brief yeah. little history of me that, that's me awesome here because i mean you know like not not you know not a lot of people will like look at skilling and necessarily think that there can be fun made out of it and then if they see, you know, someone uh, doing a method that they've never seen before, that's giving them five times more XP than they thought was even possible, they're like it could totally change their outlook on skilling as a whole. Yeah, you know, it's like that's one of the things that I really noticed. While and I didn't stream much of like when I did runecrafting, terrible skill. But uh, <laughs> like when when I did stream it. You know, like, uh, players would come in and, like, maybe, like, you know, I've been playing this game for hundreds of hours or, like, I'm almost maxed. I've never seen this method before. Like, I did, and they'd be like, I just spent, you know, the whole, like, 12 hours doing soul runes, and you just got that much XP in the last hour and a half. (laughs) I, so, like, being able to, like, kind of open it up, because, I I mean, even though we do, like, and I really appreciate how like the skilling has evolved to where like it's very it's a lot easier for players to be able to access information, methods, and whatnot now compared to back in the day. 
there's a back in the day quote people want me to talk about being an old man yeah yeah <laughs> so the but like even even still like i mean a lot of people don't know about you know some of the methods that players do and if they did they may be more turned on to possibly putting in a little bit more effort to get a whole lot more xp out of it you know it's a lot more worthwhile for your time investment yeah no and i i have to say congrats on 200 mil rc I was in your little stream when you had it so Thank so you. what so what are you what are you missing now for 200 mil all for those that are unaware uh, so I've got two skills left. I've got mining and woodcutting. I've got 161 mil mining right now, and I have 107 mil woodcutting XP. So, so when I'm the, thinking, I'll yeah, somewhere somewhere around like in between like Halloween and, and Thanksgiving, and for you not in it like so. End of October, end of November, somewhere in that time frame is what I'm thinking. Awesome. I got a, uh, I have like a, uh, vacation planned at the end of November, so I better finish it before <laughs> then. Yeah. Going, uh, going on like a week long vacation, uh, like for a honeymoon. So Hell hoping yeah. to get that, uh, you know, kind of taken care of before then, because, oh, uh, <laughs> like, it would really, really suck. <laughs> to be like, mm, I don't know, like five five mil woodcutting XP away, and then like we go on vacation, and for for a week, and I'm like, oh, is it okay if I just cut these redwoods on my phone? <laughs> like, I don't want to worry about any of that crap on vacation. So, yeah. okay, so this is, I mean, I'm just gonna assume I I want to eventually, you know, a couple years from now, a year, two years from now, get you on again, but. I want to ask you this now. So what do you think the feeling is going to be like completing 200 mil all? A goal that you've set back in 2013. I'm assuming, I don't know when you set that goal, but like, what do you think the feeling will be like? Uh, very relieving. Uh, so like when I initially started, it was more so like my goal was to max, like get max total level. And, you know, it, I'll keep going like the back in my day, like it 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 was like over three thousand hours. Like it, it took longer to max, like when I maxed, than it takes and that's you know, with free trade and all that all like everything, it took longer to max on release than it takes an Iron Man to max now. So like it certainly took a significant amount of time back then. And my goal was just to max and like I ended up like I was the eleventh person to max, but a couple players in front of me cheated. They got banned. So, I mean, you could say I was ninth. You could say I was 11th. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. But I got that, and then I was like, you know what? Like, the game's still fun. I'm still having fun. Uh, the methods that I'm doing, like, are still cool, even though I'm at 99. So then I just started playing with the goal of getting a, getting a couple 200 mils, and I, know, I just kept having fun. So, so what motivated you to max in the first place because at that time there was no max cape there was no additional perks there wasn't even a way to really symbolize that you had max unless somebody like looked you up <laughs> right right um so when I, I i played back in middle school and uh like my goal back so that would have been mm, i think i played from like 05 to 08 or like 06 09 something like that and now that would have been, you know, much more more casually. Uh, but 
like I wanted some axe, but then I just didn't. And then I like ended up quitting, you know, for like four or five years. Yeah. And then like when old school came out, that's when I started playing. And like when I was playing, I was like, okay. Uh, like I started off and I was like, okay, I need some money. And now the game was so different in 20, like there was no actual established economy even months into the game. So I was like, okay, this game kind of sucks without any money. How do I get money? So then I just start. I did like 99 Hunter and I made like 60 mil or 50 mil, whatever it was, which was a whole lot of money back then. Because like, think about all like the stuff that people do for money now, like talking about PVM, like there was no God Wars even that yep. was in. So like there was no actual way to PVM and make even one mil an hour back then. Just to kind of put it in That's context insane. for people. And like pure essence was over a hundred each because there was no nightmare zone either. So <laughs> that if you were insane. to like do so if you were to make double nats, you'd barely be scraping like a mil GP an hour. So like the, the economy was just so bad. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna get ninety nine hunter and then sell these chins. So like I sold all the chins and then I bought like I don't know, two hundred K uh like raw sharks or something for like two eighty each. Because people just didn't have money. Yeah. And there and there were a lot of bots at that time. And they didn't have an, uh, like, so Mod Weth ended up getting hired in 2014. There there was no, there was no, like, actual, like, real bot moderation immediately upon release. So they eventually then, uh, like, there was just a mega bot ban wave. And that made sharks go to, like, 1.2, 1.3K each or something like that. Jesus. And then all, and then all, yeah, and I mean, then all of a sudden this, like, 50, 60 mil investment turns into, like, 300 400 mil or something which you know kind of putting it in into context would be several bill today oh so, yeah now i can see that i i got so my then I, oh no, no yeah no no you go ahead <laughs> so so then like i just kind of like use that money to start skilling um after that and felt like i was and like i i joined hexus uh like when i had 99 hunter and cooking so you weren't so the like original. After. So you didn't make. So I think maybe people think you made Hexus, but can you go into <laughs> the origins of Hexus? Yeah. So I mean, it's kind of like a, and I, I don't, I don't blame people for for that. Like, and like, I'm, I'm never gonna take credit for founding it because. So it was initially created by E Fire, E F Y R E, and uh, he created uh, Hexus like in February of 2013 upon release of old school and i joined in april so you know like one of the initial requirements to join hexus back in the day was that just that you had a 99 in a skill and you could join <laughs> damn <laughs> yeah but uh he, he uh let so he led for um so kind of like going like to the initial origins i joined in like april and uh, in, like, J June, July, August, somewhere around there, like, in the summer, uh, I got promoted to general. And then we had, uh, like, one of our one of our gens uh, started to go inactive. Another gen um, got banned. And then, like, I was, like, all of a sudden, like, the most senior gen on the on the team and then uh you know a couple months go by and we promote you know 
one of one of the goat streamers, sick nerd, who was an actual big gamer. Um, so we promoted him to a general, and um, E Fire got banned in like October or so. And again, this is back when they had an automatic bot detection system with no review process because Weth wasn't even on the team. He got a two day ban. I think he was cooking or or uh, like mining or hunting. I don't know exactly what. So he got a two day ban. And then uh, come January, just a few months later, he got like banned again. And that time it was permanent. And you know, he's like subsequently stepped down. And then I uh, became the leader then. And I've now been leading for seven and a half years. So. You know, all credit to him for founding it and helping get the initial, like, groundwork in place. But, yeah, I mean, I've been leading for, like, the last seven and a half years, Jesus. though. So, I'm... Okay, so, you, we don't need to speak for him, but I'm actually very curious. What was, like, I guess... How was Sick Nerd before uh, his huge spike in, like, growth and popularity on Twitch? Because <laughs> what was he... Because, honestly, I didn't I didn't watch Twitch back then, so... Was he already pretty famous for being, I'm assuming, rank one at the time? Um, so so you, are, you, are you talking about, like, the perception around him or, like, him as an individual? I, I guess both. I'm just, I'm really curious because it's, he just seems like a completely different person now. Just what I uh, remember listening to on, like, Hex's podcast early ones and, like, such, he is so skilling based and now he's just you know what whatever he just kind of casually plays now yeah so like as of and every everyone changes all the time but uh yeah i mean definitely uh changed a lot from when he was uh you know like one of the top ranked players in the clan or like in the game compared to uh now doing what he does so like he was I mean, similar in that, like, he'd be funny as hell. Yeah. Like, he was still funny then, and he's still funny now. Yeah. But I think that he's a little bit more calculate. Like, there, there's a... Now, I wish that I had his job. I, like... So, like, there's not... I'm not talking, like, in any, like, ill way, but, like, it, like... I feel like even, like, the more that you get popular as a streamer to where it suddenly becomes your career... And you're suddenly making more money than you thought you would ever make. You're a little bit more calculated and scripted with just your personality. Yeah. Where, where which I, I totally get like that. It's a business decision. That's what it is. It's it's a business. Yeah. So, but he's, I mean, he's still funny as hell now. Funny as hell back then, but a little bit more calculated with, with it. Yeah. I'd say. It's funny. Yeah, but, so I mean, now a lot of people like look at him and he like and he does one thing that he really doesn't like he doesn't really ever talk about, oh yeah, you know, back in the day I was rank 1, like which, you know, like he could like he could talk about that and milk that or you know, whatever you want like cuz that, you know, is very imp- still very impressive, yeah. but he do- he doesn't he like if you watch his stream like Sit through, watch a week of him streaming. He, I bet that he doesn't even mention that he was rank one overall on the game that you're watching him stream. Yeah. So like he's a very he's a very humble gamer, and and he's a like, huge gamer too. I gotta just say that because <laughs> I remember like 
I don't know which one it was because I don't follow Call of Duty, but it was a Call of Duty that came out, and he became rank one in the world at it. Just, just playing it a bunch. I don't know how the ranking system went, how you get rank one in it, but he yeah, is like so an like actual the- gamer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like to for how those rankings work on Call of Duty, uh, I'm a big Call of Duty mobile guy. Okay. Get get, get your la- get your laughs in audience. I know, I know. <laughs> But uh, like with that, so you know, um, the rankings on Call of Duty, like for how it was that he was ranked, is like kind of like score based. So you know, think of it similar to like XP on RuneScape. Um, so like there is like a certain aspect of volume time play. Yeah. However, it's a lot more like significantly based on like skill. Like you and someone else could play. You know, similar to like RuneScape, like you could be playing for you know fifteen hours a day, but if one dude's getting you know score streaks left and right you know getting nukes uh 20 kill streaks and just has like a kd of five times yours you're never gonna catch him regardless of how you play so i mean his is a combination of being elite and being able to do it for a long period of time so i mean similar to runescapes but yeah, yeah. very impressive with that call of duty i mean he's he's like one of the like mount rushmore like mount rushmore uh like streamers and runescape players for sure, like yeah. Hall of Fame. No, seriously, he and uh, he's proven himself that he's like a true gamer. I, I mean, he was arguably he probably you know had one of the best hardcore Iron Men, which you never would suspect a person that was rank one in the game skilling wise now has a bunch of PVM items on his hardcore Iron Man years down the road, and okay. then plays variety games and just dominates at them. And yeah, it's just cool to see, but. Little shout out to Sick Nerd. Um, I am curious though. What? Oh, last bit on Sick yeah, Nerd. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, when he like quit his main, he gave me a pirate hat. Still got it in my bank. <laughs> <laughs> a pirate hat. Yeah, oh. yeah. He was giving uh, like gifts away, and uh, I, I, I got, I got a pirate hat. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, still going back to him, I guess. Uh, I, I am curious. He was rank one, but he knew, and again, I, I'm not familiar with how it all was, but I, I believe Vestfold and Link's Titan were kind of like in the shadows of like he, they were like truly going to be rank one and Sick Nerd was just kind of like the XP guy getting that rank one XP. But what, do you think that burnt him out of kind of skilling was that he just can't uphold this long term? Or what do you think caused him to just completely burn out? Uh, I think the, like, accepting, and he's admitted this, so it's not like I'm, like, just assume, but, like, uh, he knew that he, like, couldn't compete with Lynx, so he, this was, uh, like, January 2015. Uh, yeah, yeah, January 2015, and we had a, uh, like, a competition in Hexas, and I would say still probably, like, possibly the greatest competition we ever had. You know, we had, like, 30 people competing, and I think, like, 20 people or so put in, like, had, like, more than 100 EHP, like, weeks. Um, And he was, he did fishing, which, at that time, I'm trying to think, I think that fishing was based on five ticking at that time, and he was, like, four ticking, Um, so he was getting above EHP. 
and you know uh crystal math lab shows like okay he just gained like a hundred and you know 20 ehp or 110 ehp whatever that number was i have no idea yeah and uh links tight like he had more ehp than links titan during that week which this was during a time uh you know links titan's account during this time was logged in 24 hours a day this was back when you could nmz for uh like six hours straight yep um and like links would play like, go to bed log in nmz got things go to bed and like his account would be. so i think that he was like okay i just put up more than links did uh there's a real possibility i could just you know hold him off forever and be rank one and then like he left hexas and uh to like just put everything into being rank one and not a month into that he ended up quitting damn and i, and I think that you know kind of the pressure uh like seriously like the pressure of links titan and i mean it's unfortunate because like he would have ended up getting you know probably would have ended up being like second third fourth or whenever like if you would have like gone on all the way to 200 mil all yeah um but so kind of pr- the pressure that he put on himself w- with like looking at it more so as a competition than trying to just have fun with the game yeah because like once he quit then there i mean it was a long time before he like started up and like everything started working out super well for him on twitch so I'm kind of curious on Link's Titan. Link's Titan is just this legend that I know. I feel like nobody really knows too much about. He's posted a few YouTube videos of like how he's done construction, and I, I remember one video he did was doing construction, talking about his plans, and one of his videos was like a setup. But nobody really knows whatever happened to Link's Titan. So in your like, can you in your uh, I guess knowledge of him like kind of briefly talk about Link's titan who like who is he and how was he so good and how did he just fly past everyone and seem to be almost like a machine so he's definitely built different and so he's you know from sweden and um you know right now he's like in his mid-20s uh, and you know he was like about 20 when he was playing old school and you know, like he he did have uh, like a self admitted, and he said that he had a like a mental health uh, dis- or disorder disability, to where like he had to play RuneScape. Like, part um, he had like some it was under like some branch of uh, like Asperger's or autism or something. And I like I know that people like do joke about that, but. When it's actually real, it's not a joke. And, you know, part was uh, one of his AMAs that he had, which I think was in December 2016 or 2017. I don't remember exactly. I was at like an adult version of Chuck E. Cheese when that was going on. It's called Dave and Buck. It's called Dave and Buster's. Oh, yeah, we have one of those. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was at, I was at a Dave and Buster's for a, for a Christmas uh, like work party. And I was sitting there just on Reddit reading his AMA at this party. (laughs) (laughs) And like in in that, like he talked, like there's a lot of good info there. And I'm not, I'm, I'm sure like, uh, like I'm sure it's still up there. At least I hope it is. Yeah. I think I recall Um, reading it years ago, but, but yeah, like he like had like, like was kind of like physically or mentally like dependent on playing RuneScape and being in the routine of playing, so I mean that 
is certainly very different from, you know, like sick nerd myself or Jace or all the other people who, you know, were top five at the time when he, when it was like, you could see this tidal wave of Link's Titan coming and, you know, really kept to himself. You know, he never joined any clans, you know, never, never joined any team speaks or discords or anything like that. Just kind of a man solo on his mission, doing his own thing, sticking to himself. And yeah, I mean, like on top of playing more than everyone else, he was also very good at the game too. Yeah, extremely efficient. But so now that he like finished up and um, it's been... I think it's been two years, two and a half. I have no idea exactly how long. Yeah, it's been at least a... Did he but, finish in 2018? Uh, It was like December or January, uh, somewhere around. I think it may have been December uh, 2018 or January 2019. I'm not exactly sure. But yeah, like when he insane. started, when he start when he started his account, like, uh, like on old school, like Lynx Titan was an alt for like his RS3 account which was like Forsberg 888 yeah. which ended up being ranked 2 on RS3 so like Link's Titan started off as an alt so i mean like he was like top 100 or top 200 EHP before he like actually started playing old school so i mean like a lot of people say like oh you know he he started 6 months late or he started a year late and then like i'm not trying to diminish the greatness of you know one of the greatest players of all time, but like he didn't like start a whole year. Like he was, he was top hundred, top 200, you know, what wasn't like completely out of nowhere. Yeah. But like, yeah, once he finished 200 mil all on RS3, put all that attention onto old school and it was just no competition. So speaking of people that I guess started late and again, he was playing that as his alt, but, um, Sean Bay and not, I'm, I don't, I'm still really unfamiliar with the, like, you know, who, or I guess I'm unfamiliar with his origins and stuff of how he really got into the game. But apparently, when I watched his streams before he was 200 mil all, he would say that he started in 2015. Like, he made his account then and somehow became rank three. And so I've heard arguments saying that if Sean Bay had started when Link's Titan started, that he would have been rank one. What are your thoughts on that? Or do you know much about that? Uh I don't really know too much about that. Uh, he played a lot. I mean, I don't think he had a year in which he played under 3,000 hours. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's. I couldn't confidently say yes or no in either way. Um, let's see, I'm trying to see here. All right, so... Like looking at like the data points, uh, like when he would have started, Links would have had like about three k, three point three k EHP, and Links finished uh, eleven months before he did. And given that during the last like four or five months when Links was playing you know, like he significantly slowed down. He also had like a time period where he didn't play for like several weeks at a time. There's actually a, on an old Hexus podcast, 
Automology made the bold prediction that Lynx Titan had burnt out and quit because he did go like multiple weeks without playing back in like 2017 or something yeah, in the summer, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was an extended time that he didn't play. Uh, so I would say, given that he still finished a year in front of him and that like he significantly slowed down at the end, that if Lynx was gonna try to compete, then nah, he wouldn't have been able to, even with starting when he did. I mean, if anything, he would have been able to beat Jace. Yeah, but not, but not Lynx. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, no, crazy. He's a machine, <laughs> literally. And the craziest part is to finish, you know, a year or so ahead of everyone team. else. Yeah, like, and, and like when he when he finished, you know, like after he finished, then people started like doing all these room crafting methods, in which they started getting twice the rates of what they did. So like, yeah, you know. He did solo lavas for 3,000 hours. You know, like, the guys that finished behind him, you know, used runners. Yep. Um, You know, and... Early on, I can imagine, before, you know, there was super intense, uh, I guess, discovered methods of tick manipulation. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure Lynx did 3-tick 4G, correct? I think he stayed mining for a while. Yeah, he did. Uh, it was mining was his last skill. Oh yeah, and... it was. That's where he got two hundred mil all. Yep. Uh, yeah. So definitely, when you see it like hours wise, because EHP has significantly just changed over eight years. So yeah. What What do you think is the craziest? Uh, I guess devaluation or just the craziest i mean i i already know what the answer is gonna be but <laughs> i think it's R- <laughs> i think it's rc but i'm just genuinely yeah. curious of things like that like what is the craziest shift over the over since the so beginning I'll, of the game till now i'll i'll, I'll try looking at the skills here and kind of uh remember like trying to recall back you know eight years ago for like i mean like crystal math labs did come out like the week of release for old school so you know, it has all these data points from, you know, way back, which makes it awesome for players that, you know, kind of played early on or, or and still continue to play today. But I'll kind of go through it here. Uh, uh, so, yeah, like the, the biggest devalued one, runecrafting by far. So when when runecrafting came out, based on what the rules of the game, when the, like a lot of people forget, like based on the rules of the game at the time, you could not like play on multiple accounts at the same time due to the rules on runescape um they ended up lifting that rule in like april of 2014 but for the first 13 or 14 months of the game like now i have no idea how much it was enforced probably not at all but like by rule you couldn't play multiple accounts at the same time back then so based on that like and based on just kind of the way the economy in the game was like runecrafting ehp rate at level 99 was 25k an hour. Jesus Christ. Now it's now it's 240k. <laughs> so and like that I don't even know how much I want to put into like devalue like because the method like for that that you're doing now like I mean there's a lot of like very small small things that made um like lava runecrafting with runners into the way that it is today. 
you know, things like the hot keys for switching to your spell book, like wasn't initially out. Yeah. The, uh, there, so like there, there's several things that would kind of go into making, but like, I think like if I would love to be able to like go back to 2013 and be able to test, like I, I, there's no way you would have been able to do it with four runners back then. But I bet you could have three runners back in 2013, vanilla client, being able to get like 140, 150k an hour runecrafting XP easy. And I it, and I bet you would have. I bet you wouldn't even have to pay them that much either. <laughs> oh fuck no! It'd be it'd probably be like two mil an hour. Yeah, which was uh, probably would less. Have been a honestly. lot at that time. Like yeah. yeah. So so I'd say definitely runecrafting has been the one in terms of like percentage wise, the, like the most devalued, but kind of looking at it here like construction uh used to be oak doors which were like uh and based on i mean there's so many things that have happened to construction um like i, I mean i can't even go into all those i mean just from when i like did construction got rank one construction like there's been so many things that have happened to it as well but construction used to be like oak doors like 330k an hour hunter now there was no spawn rate or I'm sorry, like right now we have like consistent spawn rates regardless of what world you're in, regardless of how many people are in the world. Like the spawn rates are the same and consistent. That was not the case for the first year of the game. There was no, like you had to be in the world with the highest population to have the like fastest spawn time. So Hunter was really bad because that was the number one most botted thing in the, like in the game in 20, like 13, 2014 because of the ease of like, what you just need some box traps then you're good yeah. to go so you're competing with bots and you're competing with spawn rates and everything so hunter was really bad like i think it was like 100k an hour and now it's like 250 260 yeah like one tick uh black chins uh farming i mean farming actually hasn't been devalued i mean they've come out with a lot of trees but like the time like it was all zero time, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, or like, you know, like, just a daily that and like, being over a million hours you trained. Yeah. Slayer's a really big one. When that first came out, that or like, th- that was like 22, 25k an hour. Yeah, melee Slayer. And, and you couldn't skip, ta- I mean, like, you could use Turial, but you couldn't skip test. You know, like, there was no Slayer point system, which we really? have now. In yeah, 2013, yeah. there was no Slayer points. Correct. Jeez. They came out with that. They came. They came out with that in early 2014. So, so I, I'm, act, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually curious. Like, obviously, that is huge quality of life. But did you do? I mean, I'm assuming you did Slayer back then when there was no Slayer points. You think it was a more respectable I, skill? I held it. I held off. I, I was like, okay. there's. I, I, I didn't do it until I think I had like seventy Slayer or something okay. when they came so out. So it was that. pretty. It was pretty early on when they finally got it. Like yeah, but I mean, like for the first full year though, like there was no Slayer point okay. system. Uh, I, I kind of looked at it and I was like, okay, this is the most popular skill in the game. People are asking for this. It's gonna happen. I'm not gonna train Slayer now, especially at the XP rates that it is. No way. Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, it, it like. The two skills, like back in the day, like the the two skills were Slayer and Runecrafting. You know, like if you were to if if 
you know, when when people started initially maxing, you know, like the first ten or so people when like max now, I'm not trying to say like people that are maxing now is not a big deal. You know, everyone it's an achievement for everybody. But like when people were maxing it, like the first players to max, you'd have people showing up like the like the <laughs> it's like the max cape back then was alternating between the slayer cape and the room crafting cape. <laughs> You know, just having those yeah. having those on. Yeah. So, God. So that so that Slayer was terrible upon release, and I mean there was there was no Slayer bosses either. You know, like think of all the yeah. Because uh, the the first Slayer boss that were, was released was either the Kraken or the uh, like Smoke Devil boss, and I think it may have been Kraken. But like Slayer has gone over a whole lot of changes. Oh yeah, Way and you make better. bank. I remember you would kill Necreals and gargoyles i mean of course not many people would even melee those now but just back back then those tasks dropped shit and so you're not even making any money people probably almost yeah, assume you like, were making good money but not really you it, were losing money it, if you were efficient right yeah it was it was like 10 12 gp uh to xp which you know if we want to like scale that today probably like 20 gp to xp to train it was very expensive because you're cannoning everything and nothing drops anything they ended up coming out with a huge like slayer update uh i have no idea when but they like buffed all the tables yeah uh thieving hasn't really changed too much i mean a lot of people still do like pyramid plunder now that's what people like that's what i did for some of my xp now like People go to like CML or Temple and they look at like oldest records, uh, like day record. Like I have the the oldest standing day record in RuneScape is uh, a thieving day that I did back in 2014. And that was um, back. So this is Dorgish Khan high level chests. Um, They ended up significantly nerfing these after I finished off 200 mil, but. They were like three thirty k three ish xp an hour, and I mean you can't even get those rates today. Yeah, wow. So that Damn. that is an interesting skill there. Um, that really, for the most part, has. I mean, we talk about devalue. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't do knights the way that people do them now, or you know the czars uh, gem knights that people do now. So, I mean, the way that it's trained has been significantly devalued, but the like xp per hour hasn't been agility is super fucked and uh for for those who followed my rant on sepulture last year when it was released i had a lot of issues with the release of sepulture so going back like rooftops came out it was player design content that came out in like october november of 2013 big red japan and it was really great update because, uh, like, what people did for agility back then was they trained with the, uh, like, Dorgish Khan agility, which was, like, 60K an hour at 99. And you had to use super energies and bank every now and then. And you could still fail the course. Um, but with the release of the, like, rooftops, I mean, that – it didn't really buff the XP per hour. It just kind of made it more consistent and easier to obtain those rates. But with uh, with the Sepulcher up, and I mean, like they ended up buffing a couple other things as well. But with Sepulcher, I had a huge problem with that because of like what it did to agility in terms of uh, 
um, like, in my opinion, like, possibly the most, like, destructive singular update to a skill. So uh, the Twitter thread that I had with it, which I'll just link it here if anyone watches the video later wants to look at a link for it. Here's a... Here's something that I have is that like they had a fatally flawed polling process and pre-release lack of information about the sepulcher in that like it was initially talked about at RuneFest and Mod Sween talked about it not exceeding the rates of rooftop agility. Then before release, they talked about uh, so here's something that was so so initially they said, OK, it's not going to exceed the XP rates of rooftops and they didn't say other methods they said rooftops because you could get more xp per hour doing uh like brimhaven or the werewolf course so their focus was on rooftops so i'm like okay this thing's not gonna top 60k an hour i mean it's a whole nother story that people are able to get 100k an hour now yeah. which i really don't like and because i'll get there it'll be long-winded but you guys are watching a podcast you're you're, you're investing some time so they they oh actually that was the mahogany homes one that I uh linked you there but the the players that are getting you know 90 100k an hour I just really disagreed with because there were so many different ways to train agility before the release of sepulcher that were beneficial and worthwhile kind of elaborate if you wanted for like the brain dead most common method for training you do the arty rooftops if you wanted to get the most possible xp per hour you would do like brimhaven or werewolf they're i mean like pretty close in terms of xp per hour if you wanted to get a pet you would do the penguin course um then there was uh Oh, and then you had the uh, rooftops for Prif Dennis. Yep. Now I have an I have another issue with Prif Dennis in that they made the shards realist, like they they pretty much made the shards tradable. Yeah. It, that wasn't initially the case. So like <laughs> there was there there was a really good time right there where if you wanted to get shards to increase your XP per hour in mining, fishing, or woodcutting, you and like at the sacrifice of the money that you make from doing arty, like you could get the same XP rates and do Prif. I really have, shards. I really kind of have, I'm just a little tangent. I really have a problem with things coming out that are untradeable. And then just eventually, you can almost predict that certain updates come out and then they're going to be <laughs> changed. I, I I can't think of it off the top of my head, but there's a certain update I'm thinking of that, oh, oh, it's that new bow they're trying to pull, the the new crystal bow, like upgraded one. I already know for a 100% <laughs> fact, it's, even if they say it's not going to be like a permanent, um, corruptible version a hundred percent in the next few months the community will just want it and then they'll just pull it so even if it's not pulled now like i can already predict it will be permanently corruptible so there's things like that yeah like like crystal shards it's like untradeable now but yeah and like i you know i did some of the some prif because like i was banking shards for like the um wood cutting and mining but like that was a really awesome draw to do that course is like, okay, this is my reward for doing it is like I'm get, gonna be getting more XP per hour in other skills that I'm gonna train in the future. Yep. Not like you just buy it. I mean like I think like it, it would have been fine 
if it would have just been immediately upon, you know, immediately upon release, okay, these things are tradable. But to go back on it like six months or, or more later, I thought was bad. So yeah. at, th- at this point, we have you, you, you could get the XP method, you get a stored XP method, you get the uh, most common method, the pet method, the prif method. There were five viable ways to train agility before the release of Sepulcher. And they were all and very Sepul- balanced around each other. They they were yeah they were because you know the like brim and pr- or I'm sorry brim and like werewolf which were higher XP per hour than Artie they were more click intensive and they weren't like okay you're putting in minimal effort like there's a lot of it was a lot of effort to be good at those so I feel like the whole more XP for more reward yeah that that applied to like brim and werewolf. So then Sepulchre comes out and it is in terms of in terms of so it, they said it was pulled as not being more XP per hour than rooftops. They then told us it would slightly exceed and then it came out and people are getting 9500 K an hour with like agility XP per hour on re- I don't want to say on release because Dorg released like two weeks later but from from 2013 to 2020, seven year time span, the XP per hour for agility increased by like 10k. This one update jumped it by 30k. And in addition to that, it made the GP per hour that you could make from agility, which if you were doing arty, you'd be getting about like 200k an hour if you like sold the uh, shards. Now people are getting over three mil an hour. So this one update increased the XP per hour is 150% of what people were getting before. And it's 15 times the money per hour. No fucking way. And it was not even pulled at that XP or that money. No fucking way. Yeah. No. Okay. So I made a ramble on Sepulchre when it briefly, I think it was like a couple weeks after its release. I had a huge problem with it being both highly xp rewarding and gp rewarding which was literally the thing they were saying before it was ever released was you get to choose are you going to make money off this or are you going to get xp because and initially it was at least in my head it was 80k was going to be the top xp per hour and i'll still be fine with that 80k sounded good but we didn't we obviously didn't know how challenging it was going to be i don't think anybody understood how challenging it was initially obviously once you do it for 100 hours you're flying through it but um yeah i was kind of i was really disappointed i was making a little rant on how stupid it is that the best chest is right at the end where it takes like zero time to go loot it Mm -hmm. which the whole purpose was no you either do this for gp and get way less xp than like rooftops or you do it for xp and you don't get any reward which i thought was going to be perfectly balanced but yeah the in my own mind um i've done a little bit of sepulcher and I think it's one of the most fun skilling methods because it's just so unique to everything. But the reward is just crazy when you get good at it. It's it's actually really stupid. But and it and it is just so far away from what was pulled and promised oh, yeah, yeah. on what the players voted on. Now I'm not saying that like okay, if they would have pulled 95k an hour agility with three mil GP an hour, that it would have failed. I'm not saying that. <laughs> that would have failed. But like. But like it's it's just nothing close to the product, and 
I feel like the integrity of players' votes were really killed uh, with that. And I, I think that, yeah, like 80K an hour and, you know, I don't know, one mil or something. Like, I'd be okay with the – so hold on, let me be clear. I, I would never be – in any circumstance, I wouldn't be okay with the XP because that is – like, you know, the – like, Brim was like 73 – I said it – K an hour. Uh, <laughs> and – then you like there's such a huge like there's such a gap like uh yeah. like they just pretty much eliminated any reason to come out with any kind of agility that's around 80k an hour they they just completely skipped a level of like content release there by jumping that far up with the content release yeah. so i don't know i i think it would have been fine if it like as as quick intensive as it is I, i'm not saying that it's like poorly developed or that I'm just saying, like, the rewards and the pre-release information is just poor. Yeah. Poorly executed. I, is that, like, if, if it could have been the at 60K an hour, which would have been similar to the rooftops, which they said before and after, and then three mil an hour, oh, that'd be, that'd be great content, I think. Yeah. You know, like, you can choose, like, okay, do I want to make money or do I want to be non-click intensive with it because like three like even today like three mil an hour is no joke yeah uh, no i think i think that would have been perfect i actually even think so the people that get 95k an hour have done it for hundreds of hours and have mastered it which i feel like they should be rewarded but i feel like 95k an hour should be zero gp you should not be getting any reward from that at all. Because I can I can respect... Because <laughs> the thing is, like, I had Mod Husky on and he was talking about it. And he just said it's so hard to balance something around player's skill level. Where a person's going to go there and let's just say it was capped at 80k XP an hour. Most people are going to be getting, like, 50, 40 or 50k XP an hour. Because they're just shit at it and then they're just going to quit the content. So, thinking it from, like, you know, sort of a Jagex perspective. They want people to play this content. So, they got to have it somewhat incentivizing but yeah in like my, I, in my I, pers- I had a meet yeah. go ahead go ahead no go ahead. i was just gonna say in my personal opinion i think 95k cap with no reward was actually fine because that's truly rewarding super high effort a lot of time dedicated to the course and just you know getting skillful at it but no reward the fact that you're getting more reward the more xp you get is just silly yeah and i and i talked with husky back maybe like august of last year and we talked for a couple hours and it was on uh one of his off days of work so like you know we had a real good conversation about like our uh disagreements on it and like it's shocking people can have can have uh, an intellectual and mature conversation about something they disagree with for hours <laughs> without insulting each other yeah. or you know like so internet people take take a uh <laughs> you know take note so you know we were just talking and um, it was a really great conversation, and I mean, we just fundamentally disagreed on the rewards given, you know, given the the content. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's it's it's a it's a tough one because I don't I don't know if you've done much Sepulchre at all because I know you were already basically 200 mil agility um, around the time it came out. But I will just say selfishly, it is a very very fun piece of content, and I'm glad that it in a selfish way i'm glad that it's like rewarding and stuff like kind of like over the top rewarding 
but I really do, from a balance perspective, feel like it should be toned down big time, especially on the reward for, like, the GP. Yeah, and I mean, like, and kind of like Mike Conner when he was talking about, like, oh, you know, the average player is going to go there, they're going to be terrible at it, and they're going to quit. And I'm thinking, like, I mean, like, there is still reason to, like, even if you're bad at it, there's still good reason to do it. You know, you want the recolors and, like, all of that other stuff that comes with, like, yeah. everything is sent to one piece of content it feels like it's it's, like it there there's there's reason to do it even if you're not good at it and that will keep like that would still bring players to come and do it anyway like so i feel like it has such a draw to it that it would have been fine if you lower the xp per hour or the gp an hour or whatever i don't know i i think that and now just because like it's dead now but um i was like participating in like a preliminary like wilderness rejuvenation two project and this was years ago but one of the things that i had recommended ended up and i don't know if this was before husky started or not but we did have uh at least like two jmods in there but uh like their idea and you know like they brought me into like you're thinking wilderness rejuvenation what the fuck's this skiller doing uh <laughs> i was like kind of in there to like kind of assist with like any kind of like skilling suggestions and updating. Yeah. Kind of, kind of similar to the Sepulcher, except it wasn't focused on the XP. It was more so the money. Like I had like this one suggestion for because they wanted to. It was either like a buff to like the Wilderness course, or they wanted to add one that was uh, like it would have been like expanding the Wilderness further north than the Mage Bank. Okay. And uh, one of the things that I suggested, and it was like the thing that I like pretty much said, like, yeah, like I think this would fit into the game well. And people would do it, and it would be like a hot spot at the same time. Was uh, creating an agility course in the wilderness that gave XP per hour similar to rooftops, but I and I think I I may have said like two mil an hour because at that like that would be ten times the money you could make at RD, yeah. and you know what whatever it is that you're getting from that you know some kind of item or what what whatever, and like my idea was okay rooftop XP. And like five to ten times the money per hour, people would still do it. And that's what I think. Sepulture, like years later, ended up like could have been perfect as. Yeah. But interesting. Uh, some of the other skills, though, like herb lore, hasn't really changed. You know, like I did, like uh, like range pots and sometimes brews. I mean, the the economy was really. Still trying to develop back when I did Herblore. I think I'm like rank four Herblore. How so was like Herblore? Just go. I'm assuming it was just going on Zybez and just getting your little uh, uh, middleman to like sell you shit. How was that? Eventually, 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 they came out with the GE, and that's when I really was able to put more time into it. Uh, crafting, I started to do before the GE. Herblore, I did like with the GE. Okay. Uh, craft. So I'll go to crafting on kind of because I think would be a better way to answer your question. That sucked. Um, <laughs> you know, having to use Zybez for for you players out there. Um, there's a video. It's by Trance Music. It's still on YouTube. It's called an ode. To Zybez. Look it up, watch it. People uh Zybez was terrible. Dealing with players terrible. Um, so like that like people would start to like you'd have an alt to trade. You'd have a trading alt. Yeah. Which which was awful. And you know, like 
Imagine having to get like your your magic seeds for farming one seed at a time. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, I I ended up <laughs> um there there were there were a couple players uh this was like uh Zybez uh like reposting um thing through I think Dreary um developed it but like a couple of us had it was that like your po- you, you'd pretty much like repost your post on Zybez to where you'd always have the top post um like if someone posted on it it would delete your post and repost it to where you'd have the top post cuz the way that it displayed your posts was like the most recent one is on top okay so like i i would do that with uh crafting and like there was no way that you could actually do black bo- uh, like black dehyde bodies back then so i did air battle stabs which were pretty decent and uh yeah i mean it was like kind of get guys who uh would would buy like bulk battle stabs you know hopping from world to world to world and you know you'd kind of get like a crew i think i had like three or four sellers for battle stabs and you know like every day or like every two days i'd meet up with them buy you know all their battle stabs and then i have like alkers or guys that sell it to the karamja shop that that place is a whole mess in itself, but <laughs> yeah. you know, kind 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 of having like uh like buyers and sellers lined up, which you know, r- you really had to put a lot of time and effort and and like skill into communication back then, so it, it was tough with crafting. Herblower is way more fun though, because I mean, like although you couldn't do really do brews back then because giant mole didn't drop like bird's nests at the like the rate that it does now and just the acquiring of supplies and still the early development of the GE and everything. Yeah. Uh like I'd kind of alternate between uh like range pots and magic pots kind of depend because GP uh pro- like GP for them would fluctuate tremendously and there was like no real way to like do brews back then. So I'd just kind of alternate between like those high level pots and I mean, that's what people still do today. I mean, maybe they're more consistent with, like, doing brews. But Herblor hasn't really changed too much in terms of, like, what people – I mean, like, people – some people, like, one ticket and, like, do stupid, crazy stuff. But, yeah, I mean, no one's doing that 200 mil. Yeah. Uh, mining, you know, Acid Soul. The king. Know, yeah. Like, you do two sandstone, two granite. It was 60K an hour if you were really good. I just, uh, I find it so, so how long was that the metaphor? Because I swear, like, did nobody, uh, like, did, did people know of faster methods that just didn't leak it or something? Or was that just known uh, as the fastest? Yes and no. Um, <laughs> the, the, for like Granite, that was like accidental discovery years after. Um, and initially like the like the word from the mods uh and uh reach was one of the ones who like helped with the communication because like back then it was just reach matt k and ash yeah and like it was it was kind of like okay tick manipulation is an unintended thing that like like it was like kind of communicated that that would like tick manipulation would be a bug eventually that stance changed and players didn't really try finding out these new methods is it wasn't until um 
trying to think if it was maybe 2016 or 2015 when uh, like tick manipulation really started to like hit and become you know much more like regular and mainstream as players are trying to experiment and do whatnot. I mean, a lot of the innovation that you see with skilling and whatnot happen like as a result of or preparation or during like skilling cups that they had in 2014 and 15, 16. Yeah, I think I remember uh, Hexus. You guys had a few little like tricks and stuff that you just weren't making <laughs> for the skilling. Yeah, so, so like dance, you yeah, like there there are methods that you know like uh, you know like uh, Ned Flanders, Trance Music, and I uh, we developed a method like before like you know like, we had we, we knew these met- like couple methods and like with the woodcutting method, but we didn't leak it and. Like that was something that we had for a long time before like the cup even happened. So like to answer your question, like, yeah, like some people, like we were kind of like under like players as a whole, like kind of getting a better understanding of like how tick manipulation could work. And then, okay, we know how this works. We're holding this until we need it. And then boom. Bam. So another little, uh, I guess little subtopic I have is just, I remember, I recall listening to, you know, old Hex podcasts and other things where there was a lot more integrity. And I actually want to ask you about this, about early on in 2013, 2014, the game was a lot more centered around, like, integrity, especially with, like, you know, clans such as Hexus and stuff, where I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, six-hour Guffins was, like, a ban from the clan if you were, like, participating in that. I'm not sure. But it was like um, there was a lot yeah, of integrity that just kind of like drifted away over time. I, apparently, yeah, and I mean that's kind of like similar to like how you see players voting yes and no to things in the polls. That's kind of like the way that you know caring about that also you know kind of went like um, players didn't want anything to change from the way that the game was released on day one, and if people started to adapt and change their play style, uh, you know, to evolve to the ever-changing dynamic of efficient skilling, they'd say, okay, that ruins the old, like, you joke about it, but, like, I'm, like, some of the old school, or, like, the old podcast, you know, people talk about, oh, like, this ruins the old school feel, this isn't the game I signed up for, and, like, shit like that. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that was uh, in 20, like, the end of 2014, um was kind of when that became a hot topic and i was the lone gen who uh like thought about like you're it, it's not against the rules this isn't this to me is not an integrity issue however i was outvoted by every like every other person on the gen team sick nerd included uh they pretty much ruled like yeah we, we're not gonna allow this and I'm not a dictator, so you know they're there, you know, to to help run the clan. And you know, if you have you know people to help you out, that you know, kind of you know, think of it as like a board of administration. Like just yeah. ignoring them is not good. You know, just being wild. So yeah, we had that in place for a little bit. What do you think of just how the game has evolved over? Just it almost felt. I mean, at a time. Um, you know, it felt like 
we don't need to get into it but just things such as services coming out just like it feels like the game from the beginning until current year even i feel like a year before was even worse than this year i feel like a lot of at least a little bit of integrity has kind of been brought back mainly to iron man but what do you just think um i actually you know what i'll ask this on top of the question i'm kind of asking um just because we haven't touched any of the uh topics yet but automology just says give us some old man talk about then and now 2013 versus 2021 um yeah it, yeah so like yeah you when when you when you could start playing on alts like when they removed that as a rule i started immediately doing that recognizing the uh potential benefits of doing so and like for a very long time like top ranked players even then like saw that as an integrity thing like oh you know just because they lifted the rule you now you're making all this money on your alt and i'm out here slaving at the abyss and it's like i mean what 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 are we talking about here i mean there <laughs> there there's no like yeah. whereas whereas now you you know people got iron man main hardcore the plan on them all at the same time and i mean like just it very 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 different in terms of like yeah i I mean i don't even know if i'd say like that's like an an integrity thing but you know the like that becoming a thing like people would still like dog you if you were playing like if you were playing an alt to make money perfectly within the rules like people looked down upon you for doing that which is interesting i don't know of anyone that had that opinion that still actively plays and competes now that's a different story i i will say i mean there's def i've definitely heard of people that have just never enjoyed playing alts and so when that rule came in place you either got to adapt or just die basically because you know now that's not a rule so I know there's people that just hate that rule, and so they probably are really salty that it did become allowed uh, at the time. But uh... I mean, I think it was you know ignoring the whole like business decision aspect on why that's a very smart idea for them to do. I appreciate that it opened up a, a, like a whole another level of like skill, like like management and level. You know, like it's a lot more difficult to you know we'll just use slayer and use an alt for luring than it is, you know, say you're like doing dust devils or abyssal demons and you're luring them on a, you know, on an alt and then, you know, barraging them on your main. That's a lot more difficult to do that than just be on one account, kind of not really paying as much attention and rolling with that. So like it kind of like, you know, consistent with the more effort, more reward. And I mean, like, yeah, do we still have to put in a lot of time to get those accounts to be good too? So I don't know, like Yeah, having I can just imagine how much of a headache it would be. Because I'm I personally just love playing one account. That's what motivated me to play Iron Man initially. But I see people playing like three rune dragonals while like at the quarry, and I'm like, fuck that. That is that is high effort, high reward. I'm like Yeah. So I mean like players became better players as a result of being able to play on multiple accounts. And there's a lot of cool methods. I mean, even people that pet hunt that do crazy methods with like eight alt accounts just to get the most optimal amount of kills per hour at certain places is Mm -hmm. it's cool Mm -hmm. to see. Yeah. 
I watched a number of videos yesterday, actually, uh, in the PetCord Discord, uh, where, the, you know, guys are at, like, God Wars on their main and, like, three or four alts, uh, like, hopping between two worlds, getting, you know, like, 60 kills an hour of the boss. And that, like, that's a mate. Like, that is some really amazing multitasking ability and skill level to be able to, you know, Kill, kill a like kill a boss, you know, at God Wars or even Corp, and you know, be on several accounts at the same time, all you know, smashing that boss. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, that's that's way different than, and I used and I used to give like PVM or shit. I'd be like, okay, like, what's what's the skill on this? Just you left click the boss and then you just wait. <laughs> Where yeah. like, I mean, it's certainly not the case. Like when you add in all these other factors, so yeah. you know, add it just increases the kill gap. Which I think is great. So, going back to Automology's thing, what is the most, I guess, I don't know, what is, like, the biggest change from then and now? And what do you miss, I guess, about 2013 compared to now? And honestly, one more question on top is, what was your favorite year playing this game? Okay. (laughs) I'll I'll start. Yeah. I'll start with the uh, last one. So, to uh, I'll kind of just go over like as as I played and uh, like what I did like year by year. So, 2013. I don't know if I'd say like that was a real fun year or not. I mean, like the game came out in February, and I think it was and then it was like April when I decided to like really start playing. And um, I mean, I wasn't really playing. T- too much i mean i have i have no idea how it may have been 100 100 150 hours a month or 100 i have no idea what but i mean compared to like what it ended up like now or like what i ended up getting into i mean it because I, I was still playing uh madden so it's a american football video game and uh for four straight years on xbox uh like leaderboards i was like top 100 uh on that and like I was still pl- I was still playing that uh, like you know probably like my time was probably split like half and half between Madden and old school, and I mean eventually I just started like putting more time into old school. So like I didn't really play a whole lot in 2013, and you know just kind of like the beginning stages of the game. 2014 uh, definitely got a lot more fun. You know that's when I maxed. That's when I. Uh, took over Hexus when we had the skilling uh, first skilling cup, and then we won it. And then, like, you know, a lot of people then started maxing, so that was fun. Uh, so twenty, so okay, I definitely ranked twenty fourteen over twenty thirteen. Twenty fifteen was really fun because I think it was like twenty fifteen and twenty six. I was twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. I think I spent like I had two different uh, like. Vincent like ranked two overall for I think like about like six months each during that so I may have been like ranked two overall for about like a year over that two year time span but like the game was still really fun because like it was like super refreshing and motivating because like the Grand Exchange release yep right in the beginning of 2015 and that was awesome so 2015 was a really great year and um and like 15, 16, we also had like the skilling cup again, and we won that, which was really fun and great. And I think Twitter 
like it has really evolved over time, but I think Twitter was probably at like an all time high in terms of like people producing quality content back in like 2016. Like there were two days that I skipped class to sit on my phone and watch Twitter because of how amazing like Twitter days were. Like, why it, was it's it? Fun. Why was it so? Why was it so great? Um. So one one of them was when the and you know obviously this is gonna be like one side but like when the uh, official results for the skilling cup um, were like the the most recent one were released and there was only like seven people that knew like prior to release that we actually won the skilling cup you know because like again like no one knew that we had the two tick wood cutting method yeah. that we developed so like the only people that knew was like me and the other guys like who like did that method no one else in the clan like no one else in the clan knew about it and we didn't uh um like tell anyone after we did those hours because like uh solace was like oh yeah you know we got like 120k or like what i i have no idea what the the three tick rates were whatever it was that they got it's probably around there yeah yeah and then like like they they shared like what their hours were and I like for like the handful. It was like might have been like six or seven, like six or seven of us that like knew that we actually went. I was like, "Hey, don't say shit. Like, just just you know, keep quiet." And then like when we didn't share with people what our rates were, like clan members were like, "Uh, did we lose? Like, why 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 aren't you guys talking or anything? Like, you know, <laughs> like looking for a reassuring like, oh, it's all good, guys. It's all good." And I was just like, and I was like, hey, I mean, we're gonna have to see what the results are when they get posted. <laughs> and uh, Trance and I, for a couple, and like we were doing this before even the like before we even like the week because wood cutting was the final week. We were doing this before even like like you know probably like four or six weeks before like the uh the cup even ended, and we like we started like making memes, and like. Trance music Twitter 2015 2016 untouchable in terms of like quality content. <laughs> so like when when that when that released, like I skipped class that day uh, at school just oh, so I God. could like watch watch Twitter. Just keep up to date with everything. <laughs> yeah, That's I was like, dude, funny. there's so many posts going. I gotta I gotta make sure I catch <laughs> every single one. Oh, and I mean, like it'd be like it'd be funny, like and like I mean. The Solus people had fun with it too, like, um, and like that was a good one. Uh, and then I'd say like the other day that I skipped class just to watch Twitter was, and I, I don't say this as a slight. I'm not sure if this was the first time that Harmony was banned or the second time that Harmony was banned, but uh, like whenever that day was, that was also in like 2016. A couple of months later that time i did as well i was in i was in i was in statistics class when i saw the news walked straight back to my dorm just to uh watch so like twitter twitter is very different now than what it was back then and like it's odd like there's way more people now on twitter but so i mean i I, okay i kind of want to go back to the, the the whole harmony thing actually i'm very just interested 
because I swear this person's been top page on like multiple accounts when they get banned and then like and now he's 200 mil all so what like what's the history of this dude he is like the biggest gamer of all time (laughs) to like Uh, not get depressed after getting banned they oh 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 shit no um (laughs) so i i made a i made a video uh the second time that he got banned and that was on the account so I mean, and I'll say, let me first start off like the the actual person who like takes credit for the account, I think is a great person. I just don't think that they make good RuneScape decisions. Um, and I'm fr- like friends with them. They're like they're you know they're fun to hang out with and talk to when they were um, real active. But like, I mean, to give like, I, and I made a video on it. I ended up taking it down. I mean, like, I mean. By taking down like none of my shit's actually deleted, but like it's all just like private. Yeah. Um, but it was like talking about the the rise and fall of Harmony Vior, and uh, like he started out uh, as as a girl. Harmony was a girl, and I mean not actually, but like yeah, yeah. gave off the he's like yeah I'm a chick yeah, and uh, was rank one agility by a lot, and. Uh, he was account sharing with someone else who was also doing his agility. And now he claims that the person that he was account sharing with started to bot the agility. And that's what led to uh, like his account, like Harmony, walking around Lumbridge, you know, like Castle, like bugged out, <laughs> trying to bot. See, and then I'm it got so permanent. unfamiliar with all this. <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> and and then he and then he got like permanently banned right there. And then he made a couple of other accounts after that, like Kate ninety five, and I don't know the other one would have been. And like those accounts got banned for I don't know what. Uh, and then the I, I told you that there were two accounts that cheated and uh, ended up getting banned that maxed before me. One of those people that got banned uh, for cheating uh, gave like his alt to, which was Vior, to you know Harmony Vior, and it had like about four hundred EHP at the time, and then he just pretty much like took that on as his account. And, oh, so going back, like Harmony was like top ten EHP rank with his agility at that time, so he wasn't like top page overall because yeah. he was rank one agility, but he was a top ten EHP player. And then, like, claimed that the person that he was account sharing with bought it and got it banned. So then he gets one or two, like, alts uh, banned doing I don't know what. And then he, like, is gifted this account. And then that's what he pretty much rocks with for the next couple of years. Gets that, like, that's a top, gets top 10 EHP uh, again on this account. And then gets permanently banned because the person that he was account sharing with, um, who I think it, I'm not confident on the name, so I'm not going to say who, uh, but uh, the person that he was account sharing with was uh, like IP flagged as a prolific real world trader. Cause that's, the, that's the words that like Weth used mm. because he, he ended up making like a Reddit post saying that like he was like, un, like wrongly banned or whatever, whatever. And I don't know if it was on Reddit or if it was on Twitter, but the words like prolific real world trader 
remember those words exactly were used when discussing uh, the person. So like he was account sharing. So he account shared that account up to top 10 overall as well. And then uh, like, I don't know if that person sold his money and then got it banned or like if it was like IP flagged and they eventually just banned him because he was account sharing with a real world trader who happened to live on the other side of the world who was able to play when he was sleeping. So I don't, I don't exactly know. Um, but like, yeah, that one got banned and he started out this third account here and yep, his hours were very high and he got got banned for two weeks for, uh, cause he was a general of Omnia at the time, I believe. And he was banned for two weeks because he account shared to get an infernal cape. Mm. Now, if anyone wants to speculate on whether or not they account shared the XP that was also on that account that was gained at, you know, kind of record paces, that, you know, if someone wants to, like, speculate on that, they can. I mean, like, what? Like, I'm not going to, like, talk about theories, hypotheses, look at data points and shit like that. I mean, kind of just what I laid out there is, like, that is, like, actually what happened. I'm not going to go into any kind of speculation stuff, but. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at the very least, he's account shared every account that he's had. Interesting. It is crazy to me still that, uh, I don't know, to keep kind of, like, skilling after you get banned. And, again, I'm, I don't know the whole, like, history on you know, account sharing and stuff, but just what I did know was banned multiple times at top EHPs and then restarts. So, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the most unique uh, people, yeah, players. Okay, um, I guess you can go on with the years up till 2021. Do you think 2015, 2016 was just the best years for you? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I've really enjoyed 2020 and 2021. Um, so, like, 2016, like, first half of that was really great. Because um, that, like, although I didn't really play as much in 2016. Uh, be, like, that's when I, like, I had a couple years where I didn't play as much. So, I'd say, like, play-wise, I played a whole lot in 20, 2014. 20, uh, so, I didn't play a whole lot in 2013. Played a lot in 2014, 2015. Played kind of an okay amount in 2016. I mean, like, in 2016, um, like, that's when I went to the police academy. That was my final year of college where I was, like, an intern working part-time and, like, being a full-time student. But, so, like, I didn't play a whole lot in 2016. So, I would say maybe, like, probably, like, from the time the GE came out to maybe, like, the time that I went to the police academy was a really awesome, uh, fun stretch. Uh, 16, so then like 2017, um, and 2018 weren't like, I wasn't able to play a whole lot. Like it was when I was like just starting into my career and, um, I wasn't able to play as much and yeah, I mean like, so in 2017, I didn't get to play a whole lot. And then however, like in 20, uh, like 2019 was pretty good. Like in that, you know, I started. Uh, well, like they came out with uh, like mobile, uh, like in 2018. So I was able to start playing quite a bit more. And then, uh, like, 
you know, 2019 was real good. 2020, a lot of fun. And uh, I would say 2020 um, might be up there with like the 2014, 2015 in terms of like overall fun. Those might be my three favorite years. 2014. Tw- uh, I'm sorry, hold on. 2015. Let me say that. Yeah. Like 2015, 2016, 2020 would probably be like my three favorite years of playing. Um, all right. You were just saying that, uh, you know, you were in school and g- I guess in police academy and stuff. So I, there's been questions brought up in the Twitter thread. Let's see one that's, um, Vaddy just asks, are you still a police officer? Can you talk about what it's like being in the police and how it's changed since you started? Uh, uh so I've been a... <laughs> Yeah, so I've been a police officer for four years now. I graduated from college, uh, which you Europeans kind of call it like university over there. Um, But for for like us here, it's called college. So um, I graduated college. I went there for four years, graduated on time, like with a bachelor's degree in criminal justice. Uh, I mean, my whole goal the whole time was to become a police officer. I mean, a lot, a lot of times people will uh, go to school and um, for something and then like they'll end up just completely changing their plans and trying to become a police officer. But that was like kind of my goal, like when I started like going into and I don't really know exactly why I chose uh, to do it. But so like I went there for four years, graduated, and then I went to the police academy uh, a couple months after so that was like getting into the academy was a fun process because uh, you know you had to go through like several like physical um like tests uh mental tests and uh, like interviews as well just to get into the academy and then was in the academy for uh like 20 weeks so i mean like a little bit more than another like full semester but that was uh like 20 weeks of like I don't know, like 40, 50 hours a week. And then like, you'd have to do stuff outside of like, I'll just say like class. So, I mean, like there was good stretches. There where it was probably like 60 or 70 hours a week of like the, of time that like I was dedicating to it. Like, you know, cause we had like regular tests uh, and whatnot and like scenarios and everything like that. So, you know, kind of like preparation practice and everything with that. And during that time I was like just finishing up like Hunter uh, and I think, Pray, hunter prayer and fire making i think like on runescape so like that's what was going on in the runescape world uh but then like uh our class we had like 20 20 people in our academy or so and like with that with like how the policing works here like you can go into the academy like because an like an agency a police department could hire you and then send you to an academy or you could, as an individual, uh, take it upon yourself to like sponsor yourself and go to the academy. Uh, and my my plan was to like always go to the academy, like the like first opportunity that I could after graduating college, which you know was like three months after when I graduated. So it was going to be okay. Either I could get hired by a police department before I go to the academy, or or I'm going on my like I'm gonna take it upon myself to go on my own. And I interviewed at a couple places in like over summer there and I didn't get hired at them and I don't blame them. 
And then, like, I went to the academy, like, I sponsored myself and paid to go through. And then I was the first, like, and only a few of the people in our academy were, like, hired and sponsored by another department. And I was the first one in our, like, of the people who were self-sponsored, I was the first person at our academy to get, like, hired at a department. So, like, I was hired in the middle of the academy. So I had, like, the job lined up for me uh, right after I graduated from that. And, you know, I graduated, like, a little bit before, like, Christmas. And then I started, like, a few weeks later in January. In January of and what year? 2017 okay. was when I, uh, like, was first sworn in as a police officer. Okay. I, so, just, I just think, like, so you've experienced quite a bit before the whole, I just feel like 2020 was such a, such a shit show of a year, but uh, you've experienced before and I guess now after. But <laughs> what have, I guess, what have you seen that's just completely different now that, uh, you know, um, of <laughs> it, things have occurred? I mean, like, people didn't really like police before, you know, 20, like, I'll say, like, generally, like, a lot of people, like, don't have high opinions of police even before um 2020 uh but i think that uh you know like 2020 changed people's opinions even more in the like regardless of if you like police or you hate police 2020 made you a lot more confident in your belief on if you hate or like them yeah you know so so, um, I mean, yeah, like with, with that, you know, we had a lot of riots that, and like, I was like, I had to like assist with the riots, um, that we had and, you know, like kind of talking about like when I, when I was in the Academy, there were like, uh, I mean like a little bit before I went into the Academy, like I was in, mm, I think it was in college. Um, and there was like some stuff in. I don't know, like St. Louis or something. Uh, let me let me see here. Let me just look it up here. Um, yeah, so there was a uh, the Michael Brown. Uh, so if anyone wants to look up it, like you could just Google shooting of Michael Brown. So I'm not gonna like go into the details like of that, but you know there were a lot of like as a result there were a lot of riots uh, after that. So I mean, like there like people. Like riot, and I don't want to just only use the word riot. So, like, there are some, most people protest. That's good, uh, but like a lot of riots is what like protesting and rioting, or or just like overall disagreement with it. So, I mean, like, I I think that uh, kind of like like a uh, like a snowball effect, you know, just like an avalanche of uh, disagreement with the way that people. Um, believe or are treated or just anything like police related just kind of people's opinions just kind of snowballed into what i think uh was 2020 and i think that we have like peaked out at uh like where we're at and i think that you know in the last i don't know few months it's been better than what it was in 2020 although 2020 also really sucked because of covid you know like we had i mean not a lot, not like you'd be like people talk about like, oh, like America didn't in any way 
follow any kind of COVID restrictions or anything like that. I mean, like the amount of traffic, you know, foot traffic or vehicle traffic in, you know, I'll say like 2018 and 2019 compared to 2020, there's a huge drop off. I mean, like, and like, this is like working like midnight's uh, shift. There's way less traffic now or even last year than what there was prior to COVID. And for a lot of time as well, um, you know, like we are, we were kind of, we weren't directly, t- but it was kind of like, okay, unless you like, there's something really, really like. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Bad go at, like, try to stay away from people while we figure out the code, like, if somebody, you know, I don't know, makes an illegal U-turn, you maybe should use a little bit more discretion on that while we, you know, are trying to figure out what's going on with a pandemic. Yeah. So, our like, activity-wise went way down in 2020. And, I mean, it's been picking up a lot now. But, like, 2020 presented challenges, like, with the uh, protesting and riot and... Also, like the how we had to police differently due to COVID, as well. What's the craziest thing that's happened that you can talk about of you being a police officer? Something that you weren't uh, expecting, I guess. <laughs> um, I'll talk about two things that happened uh, in the, in the last couple months. All right, uh, I wouldn't really say they're crazy, but since they're more recent, I kind of have more deals on it. Yeah. We had this guy um, who he was from out of state. He was from a state in which having marijuana was legal. It's not legal here, but he was from out of state in which uh, having marijuana was legal. And uh, I wasn't the guy who stopped the car, but I uh, responded there as backup. And um, as I'm wa- walking up there, uh, the he he requests like a, a another person to come like to, uh for backup as well and so like with how with how we have our response so like we with where we are we have you know like I patrol by myself like in my own car it's just me I have other officers like that work with me but like they're in their own cars as well mm-hmm. so we we always have a second officer that comes to like backup and so this guy so the guy is driving a car out of state has has uh like a temporary plate on the vehicle so not like a permanent plate that you know like you would like constantly renew so 
the, and this plate didn't come back to anything. <clears throat> the guy's talking to him, smelling uh, like the odor of alcohol and uh, marijuana. Guy doesn't have a plate on it on the car. Not doesn't have a license with him or any I- identification. And we're like, okay. Uh, and like as, as the like other guys on the passenger side of the car. So I I was like bo- like not directly behind the car, but I was kind of like I don't know, maybe like ten feet away, just kind of like, okay, do you really need me here, kind of yeah. thing. And uh, the guy who's on the passenger side is looking like he has his flashlight on, and he says like, "Is that marijuana in the like the cup holder, like the center console area?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, I'm from," and you know, like he says like the state that he's from, and he's like, and then we're like, okay, but. You're not there right now. He's like, well, what's the big deal? And, you know, like, I, I'm not going to go into, like, what people's opinion on if marijuana should or shouldn't be legal. Just yeah. where we work in our state, it's not legal. So yeah. you can't have it. So uh, and the guys and the guys like, yeah, 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 that is. And then, like, he handed it to the guys on the driver's side. And we still so. The guy still didn't have a plate on the or like a, a real plate on the car. So cars have like they're called a vehicle identification number it's called a VIN. And uh, so the one drive like the initial uh, officer is, has got like the marijuana in his hand, I think. And he's like getting ready to like look at the the VIN. And I'm just like, uh, like, no. Like don't don't do that because like when you when you're doing that you're in a really compromised position in which you are like you know eight inches away from like the hood of the car looking down on like pretty much tunnel vision unable to see anything mm. and you've got the like a guy that you know is sitting right there yeah and I'm just like and I'm just like no nah, fuck that like this dude has weed you're smell you're smelling alcohol like just get up so. For searching a vehicle, you have to have probable cause. And him having the marijuana and admitting that it is marijuana gives us the uh, our probable cause to search his vehicle. So the officer asks, so I'm just like, no, nah, nah, just get him out of the car. So he's trying to get him out of the car. And he's like, all right, man, can you just step out of the car? Just, uh, you know, we're gonna, just going to search it. And if this is all you have, no big deal, you know. And that's just what the officer is saying, you know, again, yeah, all officer discretion and whatnot. But like at this point, like you have, you have marijuana in the car, you're driving, we're smelling marijuana, we're smelling alcohol. We're just trying to just investigating. So ask him to get out of the car. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not getting out. I'm not getting out. I'm not getting out. And his car is in park and the, the passenger side guy is, so the, 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 driver side officer is like you know really trying to be polite and respectful and he's like hey you know just come on just you know step on out and we'll see what's going on and we can go from there and you can tell that like he is i guess like losing the the disagreement that they're having yeah so then so then the passenger side officer then like starts like really giving him commands he's like dude get out of the car like now and and then like at this point then they're both like barking orders at the guy and i'm just thinking to myself this is this is not a good situation and then 
dude tries he tries to drive off his car's in oh park God. and he's and he's uh like goes like pedal to the metal while the car is in park oh. just, you can like just hear that engine and i'm like holy shit this guy's taking off and you know pursuits don't happen every day yeah it, you know it's I mean, i'm not gonna say it's rare but like it, it's infrequent so I so while it's in park and he hits that drive, I then run back to my car. And, like I'm like, okay, this is about to like he's taking off. So he then puts it in drive and then takes off. And me and the passenger side guy were like the two officers immediately like behind us. I I'm so the passenger side officer was like the in the pursuit. He was the first guy and I was the second one. And we're chasing this guy. And we're going for a couple miles. And we got like this curve that's coming up. And before we even get there, like he's the guy's like kind of losing control. Speeds are probably going around like 80 miles an hour or so in like a 35 mile per hour zone. So it was going like a little bit over twice the speed limit. However, there's no cars on the road. Uh visibility's good, roads are dry. So, you know, like that's we're we're gonna pursue that. And so after after a couple minutes, he uh, and I'm, I'm not. I mean, I, I'm the second car behind, but I'm not far behind at all. Like I can see every single thing that's going on. Yeah. This dude, he loses control of his car, smashes into a metal barrier. Fuck. And and like his whole car like elevates off the ground, and the like rear of his uh, the rear of his vehicle like tail spins around and slaps the other side of the barrier. Not, like i was just like holy shit so i have to then slam on my brakes and like the force of my car coming to a stop was like my car was shaking so like i was like oh my god like this, this is crazy and i see him he jumps out then jumps over this barrier and starts taking off on foot and then me and the other guy boom we just run straight at him as well so we're, we're running, we're running. He tries going in this one direction, but there's like a really tall fence. So he just doesn't even bother with it. Also, I don't, I don't think the fence was like stable enough to where like if he would have like gotten his foot on it, like yeah, he would have yeah. been able to get up. So he takes off in another direction and we're still chasing him. And then we get into these woods. And the foot pursuit, I mean, like, motherfuckers, Jack, like this guy, me and the other officer, we're getting so tired. And uh, like this guy's running in the woods, you know, like he's running blind. We at least have flash like us behind him, at least have flashlights. Yeah. So this dude's running into branches and at, like debris and everything, cutting up his legs, his face. And um, eventually we get close enough to him. And uh, like he's starting to try to get up a hill in the woods there and he slips. And then I just jump on him. And then, uh, you know, handcuff him up and we get him and then like search the area afterwards. He had a gun. Uh, like he, he got out of the car with a gun and then, oh, uh, like th- and threw it. So, you know, that was, that was, I mean, cause like when he got out and started running, like just kind of like for based on the situation, like it would call for us to like, like we're initially, I was initially chasing after him because, um, like with my gun out. You know, and like there was a sec- there was a, there was a second in time in which 
all three of us had guns out. Now Jeez. we didn't know that he we didn't know that he had one out because like I mean this is a black gun that he just threw <clears throat> in you know mi- at midnight with no lights so we didn't see him throw it but you know checking the area afterwards in the woods uh found that in there jeez uh so yeah i mean you know we're all kind of beat up from the woods there and yeah i mean that was that 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 was recent yeah so that's like the most I mean, it, like action you've had just on foot uh, pursuit or have you had more of that I've had I've had a few other foot pursuits, but uh, it's not now. You can say this is because cops are fat or late, like. But like, it's not often that you on foot catch another. Like, you know, we're wearing thirty, forty pounds of equipment, and these other guys aren't. Yeah. And it's a lot more adrenaline running in your system to try to get away than to catch. Yeah. So it's not. I mean, so it's not the first time, but like is it it's it's rare that you meet now oftentimes someone will like elude you you set up a perimeter and then you're able to find them especially if you have dogs as well so, i mean we had one uh two weeks ago three weeks ago in which there were some guys that were like broken into some cars they ran we set up a perimeter we got a dog dog found them they tried to chase they let the dog loose the dog like you know just all fours just run and run and just caught them and you know took a good chunk out of his leg and Jeez. Uh, like we arre- arrested him that way. So, I mean, like there's a lot of like that old like movie junk that does go on too, but I mean, that, that was a fun one. Cause I mean, you, that had the, that, that had the pursuit that had the, you know, the, I mean, in terms of like storytelling, like it, it had drugs, had a gun, had a pursuit, had a foot pursuit, had a crash, and uh and we got him so yeah, i mean like wow so that was fun although like you know it's not all it's not all great like i you know just kind of like the other side of that like i had this one um there there was a pursuit that like we weren't the pursuing agency but like the pursuit ended in our area so we like ran uh ran over there to go or uh, drove over there to go help however like this was uh completely out of like agency pursuit. So like we like a bunch of the agencies that are around us, like we're all kind of like on the same like radio channels and whatnot. So like we have an idea of what's going on in the agencies directly around us. So like this was a far out agency that pursued this car for a while and then it got like stopped in our area. So we had no idea that it was going on until it like boom, it was right in our area right away. So I'm just sitting there. I'm eating some uh, some Chinese food, and uh, you know it it was a big meal. I had of uh, lo mein, you know, a lot of noodles, um, re- some real greasy noodles. Yeah, and uh, I had like it was at least a like it was probably like a pound. I mean, it was like a nice styrofoam like big meal. It was like a it was like an eleven dollar meal of like. <laughs> low main chicken and whatnot in a styrofoam thing. So it was a big meal. And this was at like, I don't know, like I had like an hour left on my shift. I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to eat this and then I'm going to catch up on my emails. And then, then I'm going to, you know, that's going to be the end of the shift. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll just finish the whole thing. I'm like 95% of the way through this whole styrofoam thing of Chinese food. 
and they call out, yeah, pursuit just coming in. It's coming in, you know, into your guys area, blah, 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 you know, get to the area. So fly over there with another guy and uh, we get there. And then like, as we're getting there, they're like, okay, like he, uh, the, the driver got out on foot. There's multiple passengers in the car that are staying in there. It's so, like the, the officers are staying with the car initially um, because it has, you know, all these other people. So we're then tasked with trying to get this guy who's running on foot. Oh, God. And, uh, <laughs> and this is, like, immediately. So, like, we had no time to set up a perimeter or anything. We just kind of go, like, the direction that they gave where he was going, we just kind of go, like, I don't know, a quarter mile or a half mile uh, further in that direction that he was going. And then we get out and start. And there's, like, these big, tall, like, reeds and, like, grass and we're just kind of in the area. And then we see him. And then he just takes off. And then we're all running. And I think I may have been close enough for a split second to try to use a taser, but I didn't have my taser out. So that's well, or it's an electronic control device. Wow, it would also be what it's called. Uh <laughs> so we're running, we're running, and we're like in you know, we're running across the street, we're hopping into backyards and we're going like jumping over a fence, running through a backyard, jumping over a fence, running through a backyard, jumping over a fence. (laughs) And each and every fence and backyard, he's getting a little bit more distance on us. (laughs) And And your low main's not hitting well. (laughs) Oh, it's not hitting well at all. And I'm, we're prob. I don't know how long into this foot pursuit we're at, maybe a half mile or something, you know, like, Wait, I, I mean, yeah, you can talk about like, oh, half miles, no, nothing. Like, it's not that much. Like, that's that's quite a bit when you got like thirty pounds of gear on and you're hopping over fences. When you over ate a meal anyway, <laughs> that you were still actively eating. <laughs> so you know, I'm I'm about like, I don't know how many fences in the backyards, but again, like it it was a good distance, and then like. Then going through these backyards and fences, he eventually like, got into some woods, and we initially lost him. So then, like, oh, we geez. ended up setting up like a big perimeter yeah. around the outside. Well, and then, like, dude, I had such a headache. Oh, I was standing. God. I was standing outside of a barn because, uh, like, my partner that I was with, um, like, he was like, "Okay, you know, we're we're uh, let's go in, let's go in this barn here and check and see if he's like hiding in this barn." And I was like, "I can't." I can't. Dude, I threw up my entire low main. Just I'm it's like on camera too. I'm just like <laughs> just unleashed all of my Chinese food after that foot pursuit. God damn it. So, I mean so I mean they're not all great success stories. There's you know fun they that uh, he ended up getting caught like an hour and a half later or something mm. like that. He was like in a garage of a house that was like I mean, I did nothing after that, but I mean, you know, it's not all like, oh, you know, like funny stuff happens even when it's like, at, like, <laughs> like at you. Yeah. So that, I mean, that, that was another like fun, good foot pursuit one. Yeah. I ain't been back to that Chinese place. Now, that, and that was yeah. a couple years ago. Yeah. Hell no. I don't even know if I've had low main since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, so I'm just curious, like, is this, I don't know, is this what you expected? Uh, I know you had kind of said there was no real, uh, at least if I recall correctly, you said there's no real 
like reason that you ever like chose to be a cop is just something like you decided to do but there was never like i don't know were you like kind of passionate about it as a kid or anything or just was just something you decided i think that like you know i just thought like i'd be able to be good at it and like it would be you know like i'd be like are you i'd be able to be good at it i guess are you like happy with your decision with like are you satisfied with how it is Oh yeah, like I, it, it's it's way better than what I even expected that it would be. You know, like that's awesome. Um, you know, definitely really blessed um, for the opportunities that I've had, and you know, very thankful. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's better than I expected. You know, in terms of like a rewarding and like from a rewarding standpoint, and also, I guess like the, I don't know if fun is the word to use, but just exciting, like. Just- things are going yeah on. yeah and you know like some some days nothing happens you know like yeah. there there are the there are those days so you know um i don't know i i really like it uh people that work with real great and uh i intend on like you know doing another 25 years and then uh retiring you know at the 30 yeah wow so um, I guess we'll kind of go back. Uh, I'm looking at one comment. Larry asked, is your, is your wife looking forward to you getting 200 mil all and finishing the game? <laughs> Fuck yeah, she is. Oh God. What is uh, she like? I mean, you're obviously married, but, um, I guess, you know, to a lot of us that never talk to girls, like how is that explaining? <laughs> how is that explaining to a girl that of what you do, especially like RuneScape, you know? Uh, well, as I was very blessed in that, like we had been uh, dating, so like, uh, you know, we we've been together for more than ten years now, um, and like we started dating in high school, so we were like sixteen then, uh, and we've been together for more than ten years now. So like, I was already like we were already together for a couple years before I started playing RuneScape. So maybe that's the secret is, <laughs> you know. Meet them before, the, so we're all doomed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, get them in too deep to where they're like, ah, I mean, it's just a video. Like, I... <laughs> no, I mean, you know, we, we were dating for a couple of years before uh, I started playing RuneScape. And, uh, yeah, I mean, she's definitely looking forward to me finishing um, because, you know, like, I do play a lot. Like, on average, it's about, like, 40, like, and I mean, like this has definitely like ranged over the eight yeah. years, but anywhere from like, you know, thirty to fifty hours a week uh, that I play. So I mean, she's excited for it. Uh, Is she a gamer? Uh, no, she hates games. <laughs> she like, hates games. Dis- she she despises games. Oh wow, she must really love um, you. Then. <laughs> yeah, I I am very blessed. She she is the best. Um, and uh, she does. She doesn't like RuneScape, but you know, I guess like, um, you know, like initially, like when I was playing, you know, I'd be like, okay, hey, uh, would you mind if I, uh, you know, because it was like, uh, like Nightmare Zone. I'd be like, you know, is it okay if I just, you know, just every couple minutes just click on over here while we're watching a movie? <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, 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 that's fine. So you know, kind of like a slow build up to, I guess, tolerance. Yeah. Um. So. 
yeah, I mean, she she's definitely looking forward to it. And, you know, we got like this big week long vacation scheduled for later this year, which is going to be with like within a month after I finish. And I mean, it wasn't necessarily like, OK, we're going to wait until I finish and then we're going to go on like a, you know, a week long like vacation. But yeah, I mean, she's she's excited because. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I can. Like, she doesn't like RuneScape, but I mean, I, I guess like I don't know a good way of wording it without like I I know that I've talked a lot about like you know like when I was like ranked two and like in the world record book and whatnot. So like I definitely if someone is reviewing the podcast and they're like, oh, this guy sounds like he's really full of himself, like. I understand if that is an impression, but like she understands, like I am high ranked. So I guess there's a little bit more tolerance and, and like, you know, I, I don't stream as much now, but you know, like, I, I mean, as you know, like you do make money streaming, you yeah. know, just kind of, you know, one of the, so like there's a little bit more tolerance in that. Like, okay. Like it's like a side gig almost. Yeah. 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 You know, kind of like that. Yeah. It's like, okay. He could like he could be out there spending money, be like I mean, I I think one of the things that I really benefit from is uh, like her friends that she has, like boy troubles like fucking air like mm. I mean I'm not I'm not saying I'm a perfect catch by any means I, I play fucking RuneScape forty hours a week, that's a good line there but uh I mean like I'm not out like now I'm not I'm not saying that like going out and like partying is bad. But, like, I don't go out and, like, uh, I don't, like, spend, like, I don't go out drinking and partying and doing crap like that. Uh, so, like, yeah, I'm not getting into any trouble. Yep. Uh, I'm not spending money on unnecessary shit. And I say unnecessary shit is, like, dude, motherfuckers go out and drink. You're paying, like, 30, 40 bucks just to get drunk. That's just a bad investment. That, that that you could get like five months of RuneScape membership for that. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I know that I know that sounds stupid, but like, put it in like, you know, like her, you know, like her friends, you know, they have like boy child like uh, cheating on them, yeah, or just being drunks, or just I don't know, like dropping out of school, or you know, any, any kind of a number of things that. Could put a whole lot of stress on a relationship, yeah. and I'm saying like video games does that too. So like I'm not saying they're like, but I think she's looking at it like, okay, is he actually that bad? Yeah, maybe he's not as bad as. You know, and so. there's an end to it. She sees an end. Yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. We were, we were, we were talking uh, the other day because like. Cause like I did just uh, finish like uh, rune crafting the other day, and now I started uh, like mining again. Yeah, and I mean like she she is she is always like very up to date on like what what's going on like with the XP and everything, <laughs> which you know so like she's my biggest fan. Oh, uh, so like she's like uh, so you're playing on multiple accounts again? Cause like I'm I'm trying to get like my alt which is runescape name is randy yeah i'm trying to get that to all 99s she's like oh what are you doing over there and i was like oh <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get Nothing. all 99s on it and she and she's like excuse me i'm like oh no, no don't worry don't worry don't worry i, sh- I should be done before i finish wood cutting <laughs> and uh she's like good and i was like 
what if what if I decide fuck it and do it again? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like like no no hesitation, no chill. We're getting a divorce. Oh my god! And she just walked up the stairs. So I'm like, like she she you know it's like five six months left, and um, I mean so, some things that like work out is uh like an, like another thing is like she for work uh, sometimes has and this is like a couple months out of the year we'll have to work like eighty to hundred hours a week. Oh wow! And and during that time, I mean, you know, she's like actually working, so it's like. What the fuck are you expecting me to do? Just sit around and do nothing? So, like, I, I my hours kind of increase during those times that she's busy with that. Yeah, but I what, don't know. It's... I I mean, you're a gamer, so Dave here is asking plans after 200 mil all and games you want to play. Because I've also heard um, you're you're actively like you're you're looking forward to just being able to play a game and not have that lingering like oh where where's your xp you know <laughs> so i guess what's i, I the... think i think it'll be uh really stress-free uh, and kind of like really again like relieving after i do like finish you under my wall and i'm still gonna play a little bit definitely not 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 you know 50 hours 40 hours a week yeah you know may may i mean even if it's 10 hours like i mean putting that in like a real scout like 10 hours a week is still quite a bit of time so you know like the but like, uh, I still plan to be active like in the community. Maybe not like on like social media or like anything like that. But like at least like in Hexus and with my friends, uh, you know, like that I have. Yeah. You know, not planning on just disappearing afterwards. But uh, in terms of like games to play, so I over the years, you know, I, I think the last like game that I really actually since I started like RuneScape um, and like like started going like hard on it. I think there's only been one game that I've uh, like actually played um, to like play through to beat, and that was like Star Wars Battlefront, um, like the campaign and crap. I mean, like I do play like zombies every now and then, and like I mean, Call of Duty Mobile, like yeah. multiplayer and whatnot is different. But like in terms of like actual like full on games, like um, I have over the years I've been building up this fat list and there's probably <laughs> and i'm I'm never gonna get through all of them yeah. i know that but you know like the the last game that like i played through and beat before other before like starting on runescape was assassin's creed 3 i think um and like that was in 2013 or 2014 but i mean so like i want to uh finish like all the assassin's creed games I haven't played any of the campaigns on any of the Call of Duties that have come out in the last seven years. I know that they didn't put it on one of them. Um, so, like, I'll probably spend a lot of time, like, probably, like, playing, like, the Call of Duty Zombies. Um, be that I probably put a lot of time into. Um, but, uh, like, other games that I have. So, I have, like, the super interest, high interest, medium interest, and some interest. And some of the, I'll, I'll just name off the games that I have in the super interest category. Yeah. And it's, like, just... All the uh, Assassin's Creed games uh, that I haven't played yet. All the uh, Call of Duties that I haven't uh, played yet. Star Wars Battlefront uh, 2. Jedi Fallen Order. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, Monster Hunter World. And The Witcher 3. Those would be 
like the games like that I have at least by my like spreadsheet like classified as like super interest so I, yeah I mean I'm definitely uh not going to be playing like shit competitively or like I mean as you kind of see like most of that's going to be like solo player type crap yeah that I can casually just say meh and just get at it so do you plan to like stream RuneScape after 200 mil all any like side goals or anything that you're going to do casually? Uh, I don't want to say yes, but I'd be surprised if I did it much. Um, if anything, I, I, I could see definitely like doing other games, uh, just more so like sharing the first time experience while doing it. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if, uh, like the RuneScape streaming would be too heavy afterwards. Like, in terms of like other game stream, like I just streamed some Call of Duty like earlier this year when like RuneScape was shut down for a bit, and I mean like <laughs> it is Call of Duty Mobile, so I mean there are some <laughs> limitations, but uh, like in terms of like kill death ratio, which is like a uh, you know maybe maybe for like that game maybe like the best metric for determining like a, if a player is good or not, yeah. like I'm definitely like above average in that. Like my kill death ratio is like range is around like 3.5 or so um so like that like call i i I feel like call of duty like just watching like fps games and someone who's you know not dying every time like that can be fun like i mean just watching anyone in any kind of game you know it could be csgo it could be call of duty um you know battlefield or other games like seeing guys just go on a rampage uh is fun to watch and it's such such fast pace, you know, very different from oh, I'm just sitting here mining a rock or I'm cutting a tree. Yep. That's it. But I don't know. Chopping rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Literally swinging a pick at some volcano and chopping trees. That's the rest. Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 I don't know how active I'm going to be with the uh, games, uh, but, like, I'll, I'll still be playing. I'm, I'm in the middle of building a home gym right now. I bought a house last year, and uh, we do have, uh, like, this uh, unused space that we have that we're in the middle of tr- kind of transforming into a home gym. That's so awesome. the And I'll take this back to, uh, it's about been a year and a half ago. I had this training. It was, like, on, like, deceptive behavior uh, training. And uh, I, I did not think that training was beneficial at all. I thought it was bad, and the guy that taught it, he is an author of a book, and he tried like selling us his book during it as well. Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was a shit training, and I left that as feedback as well. And when I got back uh, after that week long training, I told where I was like, hey, you know, I thought it was gonna be good. It was, was kind of shit. However, there was one really good point that he made, completely unrelated to deceptive behavior. So this guy, I mean, he was uh, retired. Um, He's like a supervisor for like uh, a very big uh, agency. So he was, you know, making big, he was making big money and uh, he's been retired like, I don't know, 15 years, 20 years. I don't know, somewhere around there. He was like in his late sixties or early seventies, some, somewhere around that range. And he's talking like, Hey, you know, uh, like, you know, I got all these other guys that I went to the Academy with, or I worked with or retired around me or before me or after me. And he's like, they're all dying, dropping left and right, you know. And he's like, 
heart disease, blah, blah, just naming off shit. And uh, and I'll say like this guy was in real good shape, and he was like, you know, and he's and he's like, you know, so I got these guys dying left and right, going to funerals, and he's like, I've lost track. I don't even know if I'm going to be going to any anymore just because there's too often. And I'm, like, ah. I'm like, that's some depressing shit, man. <laughs> and and then he was like, but, and, but then like he brought it back and he was like this year, because like, so with how the uh, like police pensions work, um, you know, like you get like you, you retire and then you get paid definitely way smaller than your like salary as like you're actively working. However, like when you, you know, and like, you know, similar shit with like the military and whatnot. You know, you get like a pension and uh, like you get paid and, you know, it's for like teachers as well. So uh, you get like a pension and he's like, you know, I've been retired for, I don't know, what was it, 15, 20 years. I don't know exactly how long. And he was like, you know, this year, you know, like uh, I will have been paid a million dollars since I retired. Wow. And I was like, God damn. And he's like, and I, and he's like, so th- they're just paying me to stay alive at this point, and I intend on staying alive. And then he was like referencing like all the shit that he works out and whatnot. And I was like, you know what? Like that—that's the best thing I'm gonna take away from this training. Like, and I'm—I'm I'm not in shit shape. I'm in okay shape. Um, you know, I still pass everything that I need to. Yeah. However, like, that was—that was, that was some inspirational shit there. I was like, you know, like I can get behind that. You, you want to just pay me to stay alive? What's the best way to say get in shape, get in yep. better shape, get in even better shape than that. So we've been uh, like working on a home gym and uh, I mean, I had shit uh, like back when, uh, you know, several years ago, like when um, like when I was still in school uh, and I was living at home, like during the summers, uh, like I had like this small, small, like a little bit of workout shit. I had like this, this uh, like, freestanding like uh like boxing bag and then uh there i got like a barbell and like little dumbbells and whatnot that i was kind of working with and um you know and i uh did that like quite a lot in high school and then a little a little bit in college um but i'll say like definitely after you know like um over the last couple years like as work has picked up as we've gotten a house and uh like you know, like other like wedding preparation and stuff and it's like a whole bunch of like i guess like real life responsibilities um it's like harder and now yeah oh yeah just fucking stop playing runescape 40 hours a week you get <laughs> but uh you know like, i uh wasn't working out as much yeah so so um yeah. you know once we got our house last year you know we, we knew that we were going to make this area like a home gym after we fi- uh fixed up some other stuff or like added in some other stuff so We've been slowly uh, working on it. However, we like really started to make a lot of progress on it in the last like two months because, uh, and we've we've had that shit kind of like in there for a little bit. But we were going for a walk in the neighborhood. You know, we got a dog, and uh, just abandoned on the on the like in the front front yard of this house. Very lovely, beautiful home. They have this. They have this elliptical. Just sit like on the side of the road, like free for anyone to take. And we're looking at it, and we're like. This don't look like that. Like this looks like it could work. Like, what? They they're just getting rid of it to get rid of it. I mean, it had, you know, some dust on it, some cobwebs, and we're like, 
how, how, how about we just clean this up and see how it works? If it doesn't work, we'll just put it on the side of the road. So, <laughs> it is maybe like 10 houses down from where we live. And, like, I'm not going to carry that thing. I'm not going to wheel that thing. You know, that, that, that's, that's, that's a good distance. So, <laughs> she gets her, she gets her, uh, she gets her car. She drives it over to this house. And, uh, you know, you know, like, it, it's out there for free. You know, like, signs and everything. Like, it, it's, it's free to take or it's going to the dump. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we pick up this elliptical and we, tr- like, we knew it wasn't going to fit in the trunk. But, like, it got it, like, rested in the trunk space. And, um, like, she, so I got, like, most of it or, like, half of it in the trunk. And I'm, like, standing behind, you know, like, holding it as well so it's like half in the trunk half in my hands and then we go like three two miles an hour at like a walking pace <laughs> to kind of cart this uh elliptical home and we get it we get it in our garage and uh you know she you know we help out and uh like the the batteries in it are dead so it was like battery powered so we get like go to the store to get the batteries for it and I don't even know what the I still don't even know what the battery. Are. There are some thick, thick ass batteries. Yeah, I imagine. Um. So and then like it was all kind of dusty, so we wipe it down and whatnot, and you know, little bit a little bit of love and like it actually. You know, like you'd think like an elliptical. Okay, maybe you're walking on it and it's like making some squeaky noises or it's loose. It actually worked. Like, we're like holy shit! So we then brought that uh, in, into our gym here and. Uh, I made like the blueprint for what I'd like to uh, have the gym looking like. Uh, I'm going to put a lot more effort into that probably around like I'm thinking with how my schedule works probably around like February or so uh, is when we're really going to start doing stuff like, you know, we're going to the flooring in there is pissed. We're going to take that out. Just put in like, you know, like some better uh, thing. We have a sink in there. going to take out the sink and put in a like a, you know, like a like a water cooler, but like a water dispenser. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, like. Like I, I think it's gonna be real nice. So, you know, I'm trying, trying, trying to just come like a chiseled statue. <laughs> so I, you know, that that that'd be like one of, the, and I mean, obviously you can't do that, you know, unless you're roiding up. You can't do that, you know, every hour of your free time. So, kind of like in the like time that I have left over, you know, like I'm uh, looking into like also like start a like a small like online business uh probably around like December um in which I'll kind of be like working on like you know like uh like just like real shit like grand exchange flipping but like with real actual items <laughs> um I've got I've got I've got a couple friends who do that and like I do have like like my actual best friend he like deals with pokemon cards and last year he made over two hundred thousand dollars, like dealing with Pokemon cards. Jesus! So my little brother actually got into Pokemon card stuff. He's his friends at work kind of got him into it. He's been like mm-hmm. stacking up. Apparently he just buys the boxes of them. Like he, yep. but he doesn't open them. He just saves them for. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Is that what it is? Is that like? The same uh, sort of thing? I mean that that that's that's part of it. Uh, like I I do have like I think like four hundred dollars. Or I, that's what they were when I bought them. Probably like ten months ago, I probably bought like four hundred dollars, and there were like these packs of cards um, that I that I got, and you know they were they were like three dollars or four dollars a pack, and it was like it was it was some like wild ass deal, and it was through GameStop, 
and mm-hmm. it was like uh, they were like already at a discounted price, and then it was like buy one get one fifty percent off on top of that. So you were getting them for like quite a bit, like really underpriced. So I bought like four hundred dollars worth of them, and I think they're worth like seven hundred now, eight hundred now. I mean, it's like not quite doubled in money, but maybe like gone up like fifty percent. Yeah, but that's insane like for that. like less than a year. Yeah, yeah, but like. There's also, like, other things that, like, you know, like, there's, like, flipping, like, Discord groups and whatnot, and, you know, people go through stuff like that. So, like, um, for example, like, there there was an item that, uh, like, I, there was an item that I did, like, earlier this year is, uh, like, with the, <laughs> guys, the, like, Godzilla um, and uh, movie that came out this year, like, Walmart started coming out with, uh, like, these new Godzilla, like, figures, and they were, like, 19, 18 bucks or so. And, like, in these Discord servers, um, you know, like, they got, like, these bots that post, like, hey, like, here's a stock alert. Like, it just got restocked. So, like, you know, buy, like, 10 of these. So, I bought, you know, buy, like, 10 of these, uh, like, things here. And you go on eBay, and they're going for, like, 45 bucks. So, you know, kind of, like, doing some flipping like that. And, you know, like, and my, my uh, I've got a family member who started flipping vinyl records. Uh, and he made like three grand uh, in his second month of doing that. Wow. And he's like a full t- and he's like a full time student. So I feel like with how much time I have spent on the computer and just I don't know, I guess like general computer knowledge and just shit. I feel like um, there's op- I mean, there, there's op- there's opportunity for anyone out there to be able to make money online, like flipping items. You know, like, and you know, some uh, I'm collecting like some stuff right now that I'm working on. Uh, I'm gonna be offloading that. Uh, I'm I'm not sure on the exact time that I'm gonna, but you know, like there were these like subscription boxes to Marvel and Star Wars. I mean, those are two of the biggest franchises in the world. So like, and they're like figures and shirts and whatnot. Is like a subscription box that you get. You know, it's kind of a thing that like you pay. It's like 30 bucks a month, but you get like this awesome box of crap. And uh, like there was a sale where these boxes were $10 each. Wow. And they're like, and, and like, and like once that was gone, like that, that was it because, you know, it's like a subscription thing. So like they, you know, like mass produce these boxes, have them ready for the subscriptions. And, you know, maybe people, you know, maybe they had a drop in subscription um, subscriptions so they had a surplus of these boxes afterwards. And then like six months later, they sell them at a premium discount price. So these boxes are typically like 30, 35 bucks, but they were going for $10. And I bought like 20 or 30 of them. They're, they're still sitting in like a closet that I have. And they're worth like, I don't know, around like 35, 40 right now. So, I mean, um, So like I mean they're they're like there's so yeah yeah so they're they're going for about like thirty bucks right now I'm looking here, um and I mean like it's Star Wars it's Marvel you know you got like you know you get like Darth Vader and Thor and whatnot like those items are gonna sell yeah so you know looking into like kind of expanding uh, like making money on that because like I'm 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 trying to like set some kind of goals so like uh. I'm going to look at it almost as like a RuneScape goal. 
I, I gotta like try to mentally trick myself into being motivated to to like make more money. Yeah. So I'm gonna be like, okay, I want to get a hot tub. So however much a hot tub is, I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna make some money, and uh, like the flipping stuff will be just like kind of fun money, you know, type of stuff. Yeah. You know, like house upgrades or like there's like shit like that. So I'm gonna be like, okay. I don't know how much a hot tub is. I honestly don't. Maybe maybe it's like three grand. Maybe it's a thousand. I don't know. I'll be like, okay. Here here here's the target goal. When I make this much flipping, then I'm gonna buy a hot tub. And then okay, what's my next goal? Okay, I want to, and I do want to put a bathroom in my basement. I don't know how much that's gonna cost, but I'll be like, okay, maybe that's a couple thousand. I'm gonna set that as a goal, and whenever I reach that goal of profit made. Then boom, I'm gonna get that. That's so, awesome. so that's kind of like my plan. And then, like with the time in between, like and the flipping shit, you know, it's you're not doing that every minute of every time. So, kind of like my, I guess, post 200 mil time is gonna be like casually playing RuneScape and other games, and then uh, like working out and having a small business. So what what are you gonna be doing in RuneScape? Are you uh, playing a different account or the same one? So I'd like to max my alt, and I do think that I'll get that done before I finish 200 mil all. If I don't, I'll definitely finish that. But something that I've been looking into more and is becoming more and more intriguing to me is uh, I don't give a fuck about pets. However, the PVM records, that is more so appealing to me. So, Like how many you, you can know, like, do in a day or six hours and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that to me... Uh, I feel like that, like I, I'm not gonna do clues or anything, but like the like day records for you know, I don't know like certain bosses. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I can maybe give up. Like that looks like that could be fun, you know. Like so, so it would all be done on your main Randalicious, not um. Yeah, yeah, alt. yeah. And I mean, like I have you know, like from you know, because I had like four Rune Drag alts um, that I made, and I mean they're all like max combat, so. Uh, you know, slowly transitioning on, you know, like using those as like, I guess, like boosting myself accounts. It doesn't seem like it would be uh like a huge transition in turn. Like, I mean, in terms of like account preparation, there's not much in terms of like personal skill. Yeah, I mean, I'm a fucking idiot. So that that would take some time to prepare. But I think going for like PVM records for like a day or six hour would uh to me i feel like it would be fun yeah that's awesome and and i mean again like not really caring about the pets yeah although i do think you know pets are one of the best updates ever happened to the game but it would more so be like the goal is record yeah okay vaddy is asking vaddy has another question can you talk on how trap music has influenced you well I know that uh, it is the least favorite of the uh, music that RuneScapers tend to stream, <laughs> and I, I think I'm the only one who, uh, like, at least like when I was streaming in a more regular uh, uh, schedule, like, was the only one who kind of did that. And I mean, I don't know. That's just, uh, you know, and I, you know, it's always funny if people are like, "Oh, you listen to that," but then you're a police officer. Like, what the fuck's going on? I, I don't know. I, I just. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, just like the music. You know, you yeah. like you like yeah. the music that you like. I don't know. You, you, you know, like, <laughs> um, hold on. There's the 
there's this there, there's this uh it, it's from a chief keith uh there's like a fan it ended up get, uh, beca- becoming like part of the introduction for uh love sosa but uh like part of it that's cut off from the initial thing there is like you know when when, when he's and here's kind of like what that fan says he's like you know when when he's rapping i feel that shit and i don't know like I just like it. I like always liked um, like rap, um, you know, like initially um, like my favorite Then he's kind of, he's still up there now, but like my favorite rapper was Juicy J um, who was part of like three, six mafia. But um, like when he started doing like his own shit, own shit on a more regular basis. And like that started getting to be like of higher quality as well. Like, I really uh, just started listening to it a lot when I was uh, like in high school Um and I don't know, it's always always been my favorite uh, kind of music to listen to. And like now, you know, I'm say like easily and clear like my favorite three like right now are, are like Future and then Migos. Yeah, I know the three, uh, but Future, Migos, and Juicy J are like my favorite to listen to now. Uh, and that really has been unchanged for like five years. But is that your? I don't know. Is that your preferred music? Like, so what do you do when you skill? Like when you're just not doing anything? Do you listen to music or do you watch videos and stuff? Or been slowly change. I've I've been I've been slowly change. Nah, I mean, I'm always uh, doing other shit on the side. Uh, real problem that I had, like <laughs> my room crafting rates weren't you know like unless I was like okay I'm definitely 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 gonna try like you know like the like 250k hours were rare when room crafting because I'm always doing like just can't focus for shit. So yeah. I'm watching I'm watching movies, TV shows. I I I've slowly transitioned over the uh, years from uh mainly listening to music to now i just mainly watch tv interesting i don't feel like i've ever really well i know i haven't ever really been into watching shows when i play runescape i can't focus on the two at the same time (laughs) i i mean like even even like when i like watch tv shows less i still like would like you know i'd still watch like tv every day while playing you know maybe it would just be like an episode but I mean, now it's you know just binging through while while just playing as well. I mean, I, I got like a t- uh, spreadsheet for like TV shows, try to keep up with what I'm watching and whatnot. And so, so what are your top top three favorite shows? Oof, I'll do one better. I have my top twenty one all time <laughs> for you here. <laughs> let's just do, let's just do top three, maybe top five. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, all right, number one is game of thrones season eight sucked ass uh yeah it was bad however was like bad. at the peak of game of thrones there is i have oh so nothing good. nothing has come close to that so good um like i i they're they're they're, they're like i don't, I don't think anything can kind of t- like even though the ending wasn't good um, it wasn't just wasn't good. It was shit. Oh, it, it pisses it, it me was, off actively. Like if I think about it, it. is among the absolute <laughs> worst ends uh, of a show of all time. And what was you know like me argued as like the most popular show of all time, having potentially the worst ending of all time. Horrible is is tra- is tragic. Yeah, but uh, the the height of it, yeah. and for how long it was at that too. I mean, like. 
I was okay with season seven. There was there were some logical things that I disagreed with, and I thought, okay, that's kind of stupid. But like, it was still good. Like, it's still the best thing you saw on TV that year. Yeah. Don't kid yourself. Season seven was still good in that aspect. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. One through four, you could say, oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Five and six were also good. Six to me was my favorite season. But um, yeah, Game of Thrones, greatest show of all time for me. Number two is just kind of like the entirety of the Dragon Ball franchise. So that kind of just it's kind of like an umbrella over like Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball uh, Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super, um, and just kind of everything Dragon Ball related. Okay. I never really watched Dragon Ball uh, as a kid ever. So I just, well, well I it's missed a really out good, on... it's a really good cartoon. Do you think it's, do you anime. think nostalgia has the biggest part to play? I'm genuinely curious because. Um, another show that people are absolutely obsessed with is like Avatar, that show they watched as kids, and so they just, I I don't under maybe it was only because I watched the first three episodes as an adult and I just found it so childish and I couldn't stand it. Do you think nostalgia is a big I mean, part? Uh, I would say no, because like with like like if you're referring to Dragon Ball, like um dragon ball super which was re- airing uh i they ended uh two years ago it'll be coming back again they have a movie plan for next year and i mean it, dragon ball is not ending but they're currently like on a break man it, that show would come out every I, I watched the dubbed version go ahead and hate on me weebs <laughs> the so i you know uh like every saturday that come out man i was looking forward to that shit every like Cause it was like a hundred. It was like a hundred consecutive weeks in a row. Actually, I mean, there's 131 episodes, but you know, it was like it was every single week. There were no like breaks, like how you have like for seasons for you know like other like TV shows, you know, yeah. like Game of Thrones or anything like. It was like every single Saturday for like two and a half years. Oh my god! Like the I, and I was hyped as hell every single week when that came on as well. But also like going back, like you know was still a big fan of it uh like during its initial run um like in america when, uh, when it came out in the early 2000s um but i don't know i wouldn't necessarily say nostalgia for it because and like i was still a big fan of it before like this recent renaissance that started as well but i mean the games were always uh great fun as well but just like the entirety of the dragon ball franchise all right uh three number three south park <laughs> funniest fucking show of all time uh just just glorious um i my favorite character is cartman uh randy is also funny like randy would still be funny as shit even if his name wasn't randy uh but like randy's funny as hell i love cartman and um i i think the show's great yeah okay um i think honestly so i didn't i didn't watch as much south park growing up my parents were like against it they're like no you can't watch south park but oh they're not wrong they're not wrong and i'm not and so i never really got that like uh i i never got my fix of south park but i will say family guy was just up there all the time for me i got family guy at five family guy is just so good so I won't elaborate on the rest, but I'll just quick run through the, yeah, yeah, go the ahead. rest that I got here. So four, Breaking Bad. Breaking, five, yep. Fam- I'm, I'm five, surprised Breaking Bad he didn't put it like number two or something, but I respect it. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I wanted more. 
I don't know. Like it had a perfect ending. Okay. But um, I don't know. Like I got it. I got it at four. Okay. Five Family Guy. Six The Walking Dead. Seven The Office. Eight The Mandalorian. Nine Trailer Park Boys. Ten Dexter. Eleven Star Wars: The Clone Wars, the animated TV show. Uh, twelve The One Hundred. Thirteen. Sons of Anarchy, 14, Star Wars Rebels, 15, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, 16, Lost, 17, Better Call Saul, nah, 18. Better Call Saul is top five for me, 100%. <laughs> it's it's it, honestly it's better good. than Breaking Bad. And Okay, this, this, is, this sounds like bad, but I almost enjoy it more than Breaking Bad, but it's probably just because I don't know how it ends yet. But like after like yeah, yeah. they're after it's finalized, I'll probably think Breaking Bad's better. Uh, it's really good. Uh, where was I? So uh, sixteen. Oh yeah, sixteen. Lost seventeen. Better Call Saul. Eighteen. Westworld. Nineteen. Stranger Things. Twenty. SpongeBob. Twenty-one. King of the Hill. King of the Hill is god tier. <laughs> <laughs> That's the list. I mean, it's stupid, but yeah. like that's that's the top twenty one. Don't I, like it's just if I'm like okay, yeah, th- this show to me feels like it needs to be like rank worthy. I'll I'll just throw it on here, and I mean it just expands over time. Okay, yeah. Uh, Better Call Saul is an incredible show, and I'm so fucking excited for the. I think it's the final season next year. But yeah, uh, release date to be TBD. 2022. Yeah. Okay. Um, Zulo asks, describe some of the best memories you have playing OSRS. Uh, Shout out, probably Zulo. like the, probably like the like the release of the Grand Exchange. I think was really great. Um, you know, because I felt like that kind of gave like a a big jolt to the game and to me as an individual like player for like uh like revitalizing interest in it. Um. Like the skilling, the skilling cups uh, and winning all those were great as well. Maxing um, was awesome, and um, like setting records um, or failing to set record, but like the competitive aspect of like record setting, a lot of fun. You know, like awesome to see. You know, like you set a record and then seven years later it still stands, or. You know, you set a record and then some guy beats it literally the next week. So there's a lot of there's a lot of fun in like the record setting as well. You know, competing with that, pushing yourself to become a better player. So yeah, like you know, just achievements, records, championships, and uh, you know, just the the fun of the like community as well, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, um, Matt S. asks, what's your opinion of the HLC, how it's evolved beginning to current time, and where do you see it going? Yeah, so I think that the HLC earlier on was a lot more elitist than what it is now, and I'm you know, part, part of that problem, I, w- I was part of that problem as well, and I think that it has definitely changed to be less toxic than an elitist than what it was before. And I think a lot of things have, you know, kind of contributed towards that in terms of like the 
the HLC becoming just better as a whole. And I think things like Discord has helped out with that. You know, it's a lot easier for people to like reach out and be social and whatnot. Twitch has helped out a lot with that as well, I think. And I think, um, you know, like the more social that uh, the community is, the the less toxic and uh, like just more friendly and awesome the HLC is and continues to grow into being because, you know, and I, I'd be part of it, you know, earlier on, <clears throat> you know, the HLC was not, 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 not nice. And I, I think that, um, yeah, as the player base as a whole has matured and the resources that we have for information sharing and just communication have become better, the HLC has grown and become better as a result as well. Yeah, I I don't know how <laughs> maybe toxic it was back then, but yeah, no, uh, that's cool. It, it definitely has expanded as well. Like, I don't even know what you would even consider HLC anymore, if that's even max or just beyond it now. But Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely a hard thing to define, yeah. but I mean, maybe part of that also extends to... You know, like with the way that like uh like the EHP clans are, you know, like we ha- <clears throat> at a point in Hexus, I think this was in twenty four, like right when I took over, the requirement to become just a member, you know, just a little recruit, you had to be ranked two fifty EHP. Like that's a pretty steep require. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, it required a way less. It required way less EHP back then. I understand that, but like the. You know, kind of that, like, that as a thing was like, oh, you really got to be, like, so, like, there is, I think that that, like, you know, kind of, you know, influences, like, the that as well. But, you know, like, one of the first things I did when I uh, took over, like, you know, changed that to 500. And, you know, like, um, the the other, um, like, HLC clans uh, like that are, you know, similar to us, we have, you know, I mean, rank thresholds and requirements have kind of like changed from clan to clan over time. And, you know, like now for, for all of them, it's around like rank 2K EHP now is, you know, member rank, which, I mean, it's kind of like having ranks based off of like EHP, like increasingly becomes far more difficult for someone to become a member. Yeah. And like it, it can, Contains the seeds of its own destruction with the way that it kind of ranks itself. I mean, I hear that there's like clans similar to like the HLC ones in old school that <clears throat> they like kind of do that for RS3. However, like you're ranked, like it just ignores the fact that there are thousands of people with 200 mil all. Your ranking is just based on like what is your rank after everyone that's 200 mil all. Mm. And I mean, maybe one day that, that eventually happened, but you know, like there are things like that that. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the community is ever-changing and ever-evolving, and so will requirements that are, you know, based on an, a theoretical arbitrary metric for determining account progression. But I think that the HLC um, as a whole is much better now than what it was, like, five years ago. Yeah. Okay. Sherlockness asks, when you made your huge push to take 
over, to overtake Jace for rank one, was it demoralizing when he successfully defended it? Uh, I mean, it definitely sucked. Uh, I did um, fletching during that time, and you know there was no like chinning the way that there is now. Um, so, you know, like Monkey Madness was now, and the way that chinning works, and it, like the like fletching was like pure best XP. So. It, this was in like August or July or August of 2015. And uh, that was like right before. So this <clears throat> to provide some context to that Link's Titan was, you know, 99 in every single skill besides range. And he had like a, a couple 200 mils as well. He just didn't have 99 range because when he trained Slayer, he just didn't to 99 so although he was rank one ehp um and he would be rank one xp he just wasn't maxed so therefore he wasn't rank one overall so uh when he started to train slayer i was like oh shit like this he's about to be rank one for good and i was like 60 ish i don't know 70 mil xp behind jace who was gaming you know both gaming hard uh, you know, it was 2015, one of the years that I was playing more, but I was, uh, working a summer job at that time. Uh, <laughs> it was, a it was, a like a full-time job that I had, uh, it was like cleaning carpets, real, real shit. And, um, you know, eventually I was like kind of getting closer and closer, like to him in XP and he had already finished 200 mil fletching and I was like, I don't know, 140, 150 ish mill fletching and i got like somewhat close ish to him and you know this is in 2015 so this is you know shortly after the release of the grand exchange so like the economy and the grand exchange was still kind of trying to progress and evolve and catch up to players so like you couldn't bank you know all like and the buy limits were shit and people weren't actually putting in like dart tips and so, like, it became very hard to try to accumulate supplies. But eventually, I got like enough to where I was like, okay, like, I have a chance here to, you know, maybe pass him up. So, I uh, did like a thirty. It was like thirty-three hours of fletching that I did, <laughs> and uh, like I got two hundred mil, and I was still short. And then, like, he stayed up for like. 40 straight hours or something and uh you know was gaming and uh then like i was uh like and i just yeah like dude put in like 40 straight hours of game into my like 36 or so and he was able to hold me off so i mean that's some real good competitive shit but became better players as a result uh i mean you know wanted that rank for the you know <laughs> I would have only been able to like get it for a day. Yeah. Before like Link's Titan then came like three days later and took it from everyone forever. Yeah. So, I mean, from a competitive side, you know, big respect, like, because that was, you know, a good push. And we both got better and progressed uh, massively during that. Yeah. But, I mean, it was shitty. <laughs> oh, well. Do you miss those days where you were like, you know, top two like just having that kind of recognition and and i'm I'm assuming 
you play this game for the ranks. Um, I mean, a, not, that doesn't have to be all the part of it, but I assume like that's a huge part. And so do you think that really pushed you to just play more when you were just sitting up on the top? Um, I mean, I like I, I've stepped up like, like how much I, I play like about as much now as I did kind of like at my most like while I was in college. Um, I don't know. I mean, like I play the game because it's fun. Like, like if it wasn't fun, I wouldn't play it. But yeah, I mean, like the the rankings and shit is cool as well. So yeah, I mean, anyone that's competitive is gonna like seeing ranks and whatnot. And uh, I'm sorry, what, what what was the whole question? Oh, I was just asking, like, I don't know. Th- did the game just... There, There's something about competition, and I never really get to... I, I had that enjoyment for a little bit when I played my first Hardcore Iron Man, um, mm-hmm. where it was just like, this is a fresh game mode. I was top 40, and it was just really, really fun. It just felt like every single day was, like, checking the high scores, checking this, like, checking CML. That's when I kind of got into CML for a little bit. It didn't last long, but... It was just so fun to like see these people that you're just actively competing with, and you're so close, and they're you're playing similar amounts and stuff. But you know, I don't really get that as much anymore, except for like with you know clue ranks and stuff. But was that like just more of an enjoyable time with that active competition, like you versus Jace, kind of for that little few days and stuff? I, I don't know really what the there's no real set. Well, even well, even well, even like before then. I mean, it was really it was really fun because, you know, like I'm not saying like there's there's a certain way anyone should live their life or anything, but I felt like I was on at least for a time like on a different level. You know, like there there was a time where you know I was like rank three EHP while I was a full time student working part time with a girlfriend, and during summer I'd work full time. And I was like rank three EHP or something like that. And everyone else in the top 10, you know, talk about, I talk about like full-time school, part-time work, girlfriend. I think like seven of the other nine didn't have any of those three. And the two that did like, were like part-time schoolers, like part-time work. So like no one else like had anything full-time, let alone full, uh, you know, a full-time commitment, a part-time commitment, and then, like, a significant other. But, like, I mean, it. I felt like, holy shit, like, this is pretty cool. Like, I have a, if I could, I mean, and I still, like, think, like, if someone could, like, with those kind of commitment, and, you know, going back to what I said before, like, I feel like having, like, those kind of commitments and, like, two and a half years into the game, be able to, like, get to, you know, rank one or rank two, is quite an achievement on itself. Um, so I've, I've like, I mean, at any time I could have slightly abandoned one of those like three, like major yeah. commitments during that time and easily have been rank one for a period of time. Like, you know, in between that time of like, you know, like sick nerd, uh, like falling apart and like Ling Titan, like officially claiming it. Yeah. I mean, if I would, literally any 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 of the number of commitments that i had but i just like said ah hey, you know what fuck it i don't need the part-time work or i don't need the summer job yeah i would have easily been rank one for a uh, number of time but i mean in highs like definitely wouldn't have been worth it you know because that part-time job 
ended up becoming a an internship at a police department. Yeah. The full-time jobs during the summer, you know, made enough money to be able to graduate college and then pay for myself to go to the police academy and then you know, within 6 months of work. Now, there's a lot of people now there's a lot of people that struggle with college debt. I was blessed that uh I had opportunities uh like scholarship-wise and other um means to like be able to pay my shit off but like six months after so like i went through like a full four years of college that i had to pay and then i had to then pay you know like a good chunk as well like what would be like a full semester worth of like payment wise like you know it was similarly priced like for the academy and six months later once i had graduated from the academy i had all that paid off and you know thinking about like the interest that would have started to accumulate on that like because with how like the interest uh were on that it was like okay you have six months from the time that you graduate before any of the interest on these loans start picking up and they considered my time in the police academy as part of still schooling and education so i was unable to like with the money that i made from college uh, or like you know from working part-time and from like working full time during the summers, able to build up money to be able to like get that paid off. And then when I started working like in my career, uh, for the first six months, I put every single thing that I had into like getting the college uh, stuff paid off. And I mean, like there 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 are several people that I work with now that are older than me that are still paying off their college uh, debt that they have. And yeah. it's like, bro, the amount of interest that you have accumulated on that you have lost so much money that i mean it's unfortunate to see so i mean you know been blessed with a lot of opportunities and i mean like would it have been worth it just to be rank one for one day fuck no (laughs) yeah okay this is just would have been would have been nice to have yeah this is just a brief question but cinnibana asks why so just all summed up, you know, why go for, I guess, like, I don't know, like, why pl- why go for 200 mil all? I mean, the, the, it's a fun game. I mean, I never uh, initially intended on going for 200 mil all. I mean, there's updates to the game that made it, you know, more realistic to, and, and, you know, fucking 20,000 hours. I'm talking about realistic, but like. Uh, you know, things like changing room crafting, like I really don't think I would have, uh, like I can pretty confidently say I was not going to so- do 3000 hours of solo lavas. Yeah. Now eight, 800 at 700 hours of runners. Yeah. I might be able to swing that, uh, mining. I really didn't like granite. Uh, and like, if you were to have to do that through the load, I mean, that's just unrealistic. Uh, so, like, Volcanic Mine is a method that I've been doing for it. Yeah, I mean, it's less XP per hour than Granite, but I enjoy being able to do all the stuff on the side while yeah. uh, doing Volcanic Mine. So, I mean, that kind of really helped with that. Uh, I liked Agility way more than what I thought. I mean, I I was just kind of playing, like, like, okay, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to enjoy the game, going to have fun with my friends and progress my account and, I don't know at what point I thought, okay, like, I think I could get 200 mil all. Might have been while I was in the middle of slaying. 
um, which was like three years ago. But I don't know, like the game's fun. Yeah, it's pretty much what it comes down to. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's such a unique experience, especially with, like, just the competitive nature of this game and how long-term. It's a literal marathon, just... Yeah. It's... Yeah, like, you know, like, don't burn yourself out, like... And I definitely wouldn't... Or, and, I, and, like, when, when people ask, uh, like... Re- I, like, never recommend people to play RuneScape. I, I And I'll say, like... <laughs> because I... I... <sighs> You have to want to play RuneScape. You have to want to try to do, like do something in it. It's not like you know like when people like, and you know I I I like to like I don't really talk in Twitch chats. I just always am lurking. But like I always see people you know like asking for like advice or like asking oh like what do, what do you think I should do or you know I just got cleaned you know what like and I'm just thinking it's like you know like don't force yourself to play the game if you don't like it you know like and you know whether it's okay you know what i mean like and that 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 could even be like you know dependent on like your situation like like yesterday for or like or like while i'd be room crafting i'd be like okay like i'd wake up and i'd be like okay i've got like six hours before i need to go to work and i'd do like two hours of room crafting three hours and be like ah you know what i'm not feeling it and i'll just fucking stop and just not play the rest of the day you know some days of that and i mean that's you know not you know don't force yourself to play if you don't enjoy it so i mean you're gonna burn yourself out and then you're gonna say fuck this game and then you're gonna look at it as well and be like oh my god i put in all these hours and now like i don't even like the game yeah don't force yourself to do anything you don't like just you know have fun don't look at other people uh like and think okay like this person is progressing this much or that much and i'm doing this and you know, just play the game and have fun. And like, I also just don't recommend people. Like, if I've had like a couple people, like when I've streamed, uh, they they like asked about RuneScape, and I just, I just tell them not to play. I don't know. I mean, like, my my friends as well. Like, I tell them just don't play because I I feel It'll like run its natural course almost. Just like yeah, don't play. Yeah, and, like, like you'll you'll either eventually just get really like those cravings, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's like. You know, I'm not gonna tell you to play. Don't force yourself to play, but you know, if you want, give it a try. But yeah, it's a, just a very different game. And, I mean, it's a great, great game. We all love it. Yeah, and it's it's so unique. As I was saying, just so many. I mean, I can imagine you're gonna look back after you complete 200 mil all this year and just like the whole time span of just doing all this like so many good memories and just a lot <laughs> yeah. of just like the journey it was to do this it's pretty insane yeah and you know i've been um very very grateful to have you know made all the uh friends and contacts that i have over the time you know i've met a lot of i've met a lot of people and like, i haven't gone to room fest or anything but you know i've met a lot of people um uh, like on runescape uh you know good friends and that's been, you know, awesome to have. And I mean, the community is great. Players are great. And yeah, I mean, like, well, I, and I don't regret playing as much as I do or forgetting 200 mil all. Um, Cause I don't feel like in terms of like personal 
uh, shit. I mean, it was free time while I was, you know, working on other things. So, yeah, I mean, like I don't regret, I don't regret playing as much as I did. That's, that's the strange thing about RuneScape is the only thing I've ever regretted is not playing as much, (laughs) which is really funny. (laughs) Like, seriously, I seriously have (laughs) never, I've never regretted like playing this game for as much as I do ever. Like, it's never even crossed my mind where I'm like, oh, man, like, oh, like all that time. Because <laughs> I'm like, this is exactly what I wanted to do. It, yeah, if I wanted I, to do I w- something else, I would have done something else, you know? Yeah, I, I would love to talk to, you know, players that maybe, you know, were big gamers for the first few years of RuneScape. And, you know, maybe since then had quit for like the last like four or five years. Just to hear what like their opinion, you know, like four or five years removed from the game, what their opinion is. Yeah, like, true. Do that because... We say that as we're playing now. That's true. Well, you know. <laughs> but what if... You it's, know, it's like even even the times... I mean, because I've had a few times, not in the past few years, but I've had times where I've just burnt out. just, And I still just... I don't look at it. I'm like, man, I could have spent so much time doing other things. Not to say that it was like a huge four-year break or anything or total burnout, but... Yeah, I, remember I, I always love... Times. I always love having the conversation. I wonder... and. I'm I'm sure people have asked like in your stream before. It's like, oh, dude, you know, if you were working, you know, a minimum wage job for all the time that you played RuneScape, you know, would you rather have your account or you know, I don't know, all this money or twenty? Yeah, yeah. would you rather have your account or twenty thousand dollars or thirty th- or you know whatever the number would be, <laughs> like a hundred thousand? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, bro, what? That's such a like, stupid comparison. And it's like the other thing where like, um. It's always funny when, like, a, a person that's gaming games so hard, for example, um, like, I've s- I have set myself, like, a five-year goal. I haven't even started on it because I can't get an Inquisitor's Mace, but I want to do, like, five years of clues. <laughs> but, you know, telling somebody that, they just think I'm a sociopath. But at the same time, it's like, you're if you're watching my stream, you probably play games a lot. And you'll probably be playing games for five years just with no active, like, goal. Or anything, which is so funny because, you know, the people that go for 200 mil all, it's just, it's very apparent that they've obviously had to put in a bunch of time for this. But at the same time, so many people waste their time in so many other ways that don't actually have a clear objective. They just waste their time. Yeah. And so, and like, yeah. I mean, like, RuneScape is also a very cheap hobby. You know, very like, cheap. You can, you can just use bonds, like, where, like, you know, com- you know, l- l- just comparing, like, gamer to gamer, like, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather be a gamer that just spends my gaming time on RuneScape, which you don't, you you use bonds, you don't actually pay for. Yeah. Rather than, you know, being a, like, a casual game hopper to game hopper for, you know, what's the flavor of the month. Yep. You, you'd be, Buying you'd be a bunch like, of, like, in, in-game purchases and stuff. and You'd be dropping, like, it, it, it would be very easy to drop, like, $500. Oh, in a year, yeah. As oh, a, e- as a game a as a yeah. game hopper, and like you're getting such a de- and I mean, I'm not saying that game hopping's bad, you know, like because hey, like I'll probably be playing a couple games here and there as well. After, but like it's it's a lot more expensive to be a game hopper, and I feel like you also like get a um, diminishing return on like the time that you invest in it, you know, like. I don't know, like what I'm trying to say there, but like, yeah. no, I can. You get you you get like halfway you get like halfway through five different games or, I don't know, max on RuneScape. I don't know. I'm just a shit comparison. Yeah, 
not, not that like any gaming achievement in any game is any different like you know but i think they are achievements though and uh i think gaming achievements are achievements maybe not socially the social norm or anything but i mean you know <laughs> i mean seriously though like when you really think about it obviously there's a difference between some guy some you know good sports player or something and like a gaming thing one takes physical you know talent and one just takes you could say mental talent or something just playing a game forever but the gr- the grind yeah like there's achievements to it now are they socially acceptable now nah, but like on twitter the people i follow you post something cool you did on reddit that's a that's I mean, or on on twitter that's an achievement and so uh you know it just depends it's like the, the eye of the beholder i guess But yeah yeah definitely i agree okay um i just have one thing that i like to ask a few of my guests and that is who are the players that have inspired you the most throughout your journey and why mm. all right so probably like three uh pretty inspiration so i'm gonna go with Lynx titan uh kind of like for the skilling grind you know, being able to see what he did, when he did it, and how far ahead of his time it was. You know, like, being there in real time, watching that happen was unbelievable. And, like, he, you know, has a claim as, like, the GOAT. So, you know, seeing him uh, you know, just be able to grind, um, you know, kind of, like, really in- inspiring for the, just the grind aspect. The, you know, no matter what, I'm grinding. Uh, another one, probably say like Bodhi for the like um, streaming, social, and like content creating aspect. Which um, I mean, again, like I, I'm not as heavy in that now as I was, you know, years ago. But uh, that was a really big influence on me, as you know, because I enjoyed uh, doing that a lot um, when I was doing it significantly more often than what I do now. But that's me was a really big influence. Uh, I mean, like you know, goat streamer. And you know, still, still doing great now. So, you know, seeing like the success that other people have like that is like really awesome. And you know, appreciate everything that he does for the community then and now. So, I mean, that kind of like to me was like inspiring to want to see what I, like try to help out the community from a different aspect. Because like when I started streaming, not a whole lot of people. Um, so like this was back when Twitch before, like, so like Twitch has evolved quite a bit as well over the last, uh, you know, like years. And, um, like when I started streaming, you know, like you had to like apply for like a subscription button and you had to like, I guess like earn it. Um, I don't, I don't know if that's the proper word to use, but you know, like there was, you know, it was difficult to obtain and you're kind of like, you know, do my own like my own shit you know like skilling and you know like rap music which very different again from like what um everyone's doing on twitch but you know kind of inspiring to like just be your own person and like go out there and produce content so that uh you know like kind of in that aspect so the outside of runescape thing and then i'd say like the third one and it's kind of like an umbrella thing is like the the hlc and just like the like the community as a whole uh because like that you know kind of goes kind of in like 
that kind of like covers like both like the skilling and the like content uh, side, you know, like the HLC for like personal improvement as a skiller, you know, seeing the kind of like methods that people do, whether it be, you know, like when I initially saw people doing like four lava runners for runecrafting, I was like, holy crap. Like that's, I looked at that and I was like, damn, that looks hard. That's some next level crap. And, you know, seeing, you know, people do it and it's like, okay, you know, I, I'd like to, I'd like to get good enough to do that. So, and, you know, seeing like people through the HLC do that over the last couple of years, it's like, okay, like I, that's inspiring. I, I would like to try to do that because if I'm going to like try to get 200 mil all, like seeing the kind of stuff that they do, like I, I'd like, I'd like to be that. I'd like to try to do that. And, you know, I feel like I became a lot better player over the last six months, like doing runecrafting as a result. So there's kind of like that aspect. And then the like community, because, you know, the, the community is really awesome. And, you know, whether that's like on the skilling side, you know, like being in clans and having friends or like the like greater community side and like the, you know, talking in like Twitch chat with people that, you know, see regularly and, you know, conversating with players that you otherwise, you know, back when like old school, like initially came out uh, or like in like actual like OS seven, like the, the community difference um, is like the community is so much deeper, so much better, so much more rich. And like the community is like, it's an, I mean, it's an, it's an online game with other players. That's like, that's what makes the game fun as well. So, you know, just the community as a whole is really great. And, you know, like, if the community wasn't as, like, good, like, there are people that know, like, you know, like, their RuneScape Twitters, they had, like, they played RuneScape, they had their RuneScape Twitter, they no longer play RuneScape, but they are on their RuneScape Twitter every single day, checking the community, checking what's going on, because the community is just great. Yep. So, you know, community pushes you to become a better person, a better player, better content creator and it's a better human being yeah and love the community awesome well randalicious absolute pleasure having you on the cast i'm really glad that like again from just what i was saying in the tweet and everything like i've been watching you and like i've known about you for six years now and it's just really nice to like be able to talk to you and hear how the journey's been to 200 mil all you don't have it yet just quite yet but later this year and uh so yeah i really appreciate your time being on here and asking or um answering some of the topics that we got so yeah it was a lot of fun and you know i hope that you know people watch like i mean i I know i spoke a lot about like ranks and records and whatnot but like i'm just a fucking guy you know like i just i just play a game Go to work, come home, play a game, just have fun. You know, it's it's just a game. It's all for fun. So hope that I didn't get rub anyone the wrong way when talking about like ranks and records and whatnot. Like but I'm not suggesting that it's a healthy way to play in any way. Just yeah. play the game, have fun. You know, we're we're all gamers. Just just have fun gaming. All right. Well we'll have your Twitter in the description, your Twitch. Is there any other thing you would like to have in it maybe hexus discord or something 
Uh, yeah, so there's a link for the Hexus Discord can be in there as well. And also, more importantly, you know, make sure you guys stay hydrated while you're gaming. <laughs> All right. Well, I really appreciate it again, man. And we'll, we will see you guys. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Don't have a guest plan quite yet, but there will be shortly. So thank you, guys. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.